I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Happy Tuesday, everybody. We've got a packed show for you today. This is Undisputed. Thanks so much for being with us. I'm Jen Hale. That is Skip Bayless and Shannon Sharp. Good morning, guys. Good morning, good morning, Jen. How are you today? Did, did LeBron James retire? I, I don't know what's happened. To, is he just resting on his laurels? He now? could. Huh? He don't have time to leave score. He if he doesn't score stop. another point. Maybe if he just shut it down. If he doesn't score another what point, happened. what is he, Skip? Yeah, he's the greatest scorer ever. And he's yeah. four and six in the finals. Hey, that's all right. It's okay. Four yeah. finals MVP. Yeah. And he's still going. Yeah. You know, he can spectate great. He's, mm-hmm. he's great. I like to watch him watch the game. You ever, yeah. Who else has yeah. played past year, let's just say 16, yeah. and been this great? Oh, Brady did okay for a while. In basketball? <laughs> no. How he looked this year, though? <laughs> How old, how, like you said, yeah. old Brady. Yeah. He looked old. Not Did O-L-E, O-L-D. Did he? Boy, I, I, they, they won the division. Fired oh, early that division? this morning. <laughs> all right, guys, let's jump in because we've got to go all across the association this morning. A ton of news to get to. Let's start with Kyrie Irving. Woo! Yeah, he came up big in the fourth quarter. He scored 26 of his 36 in the final period. However, the Mavericks... Still losing to the Timberwolves, 124-121 last night. Dallas had the ball with 14 seconds to go. But guess what? Neither Kyrie or Luka could even get a shot attempt off. Shannon, what do you think? Do Luka and Kyrie fit together? They do. Uh, Even though they're both ball-dominant players and they need the ball to be successful, Skip, they do fit together. Last night was a case of I'm trying to show that we're really not unselfish, that we can fit together. If Kyrie takes that shot and misses, I'll live with it. If Luka takes that shot, misses it, I'll live with it. I'll live with either one of those guys taking the shot because I've seen both of those guys in big moments hit shots like that, Skip. Mm. So I think last night was a classic case. Let us show the outside world that we're really unselfish, and I'm going to pass you the ball. Nah, nah, Luka, go ahead, take that shot. Nah, Luka, like, nah, Kyrie, you hit the shot on the biggest of stages. And so right now they're play- they were playing hot potato. Skip, Kyrie had 36 points, 5 rebounds, 6 assists. Luka was 33-12-6. Kyrie had 26 of his 36 in the uh, the fourth quarter. Mm -hmm. But it was just a classic case. We've got to stop. Skip, they've only played two games together, and they're averaging, Luka's averaging 30, Kyrie's averaging 32 in the two games together, and they're the first teammates, new teammates, to average those numbers uh, when being paired in their first two ball games. Yeah, I get it. The the Mavericks are 0-2. But they've lost by a combined eight points. We can't think they're going to be staying uh, uh, Clay and Steph. Play off each other, Skip, because they played together for a decade. This is only two games, and I'm not going to overreact. Like I said, they don't need to prove to the outside world that they're unselfish. Just go play your game, and it's going to be fine. And I don't think anybody's going to have a problem if Luka takes the shot or Kyrie takes the shot because I've seen both of those guys in big moments 
take and make those shots. So right now, they're just trying to figure it out. Hey, we're going to show them that we're unselfish. Here you go, Luca. you take that. Mm. Luca said, nah, but I've seen you, Kyrie, on the big stage. Mm. Hit that shot, too. You go ahead and take it. Mm. Don't worry about it, guys. Mm. Don't pass up those shots because I've seen both of you take and make shots contested just like those were. You'll live with your teammates. will live with, with either one of you guys taking that shot. Mm. Make or miss, I'll, I'll swim or sink with Luca and Kyrie taking that shot. Mm. Okay. I hear what you say in the big picture, but I'm going to focus on the smaller picture, which is the two fourth quarters and one overtime they have played together. I said from the start, this will not work. And I know it's a very small sample size, very small body of evidence. It is not working so far, especially in the fourth quarters and the one overtime. Let me count the ways. And by the way, before we leave it, let, let's go back to the last play last night. You're right. It's like, no, you do it. You do it. No, I'll, I, no you do it. You do it. I'll, I'll do it. Can we see it one more time here? The truth was there was one more pass to be made in this sequence. They get off to a rocky start because of that. But I thought like, Kyrie was going to let it go right there. Okay, all right. Then he could have. But right there, he could have gone back to Luca. Right. For the last shot, Luca actually had a pretty good Step up last shot, and Kyrie tries to feed it into the post and gets it snatched. That screwed up their whole rhythm. Yeah, on the yeah, because now, yeah, you, you. Okay, now he tries. No, you, you don't want it. No. Okay, well, this is where Kyrie finally said at the very end of that sequence, Kyrie finally said, okay, if, if you're just not going to shoot it, then I'm going to try to feed it inside to somebody else. But, but the thing was, you're down by three, so it doesn't do you any good to feed it, it inside. It, it didn't at all because the, the correct pass, the correct LeBron James Memorial basketball play was With one more back to, to Luka because he had the step. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He had some separation and could have taken the shot. Okay. Okay, so, Mr. Sharp, here's yes. what I'm seeing so far in the two fourth quarters and one overtime. Again, small sample size. Would you believe in in the combined two fourth quarters in overtime that Kyrie has taken 22 shots to Luka's five shots? Kyrie in the two fourth quarters in overtime has scored four. This is the game at Sacramento in the game last night at home against Minnesota. Kyrie has scored 42 points in those that combined yeah, sequence 18, to to seven points for Luka. So it's 42 to seven points. Luca is just what once we get to the fourth quarter or overtime, as you saw again last night, because it was painfully obvious last night and get my fourth quarter out here. Luca took one shot in the fourth quarter last night. It was a three and he did make it. Luca did have four rebounds. He had only one assist. But my point is, it looks to me like he is shutting down in the two fourth quarters in overtime. It looks to me like to a fault. He's trying to say, you do it. You be our new closer. I won't close. Okay. Skill, you see what Kyrie numbers are in the fourth? He was yeah. level to 12, 3 or 4, and okay. 1 or 1. Lucas, like, I'm not finna get in the way of that, nor okay. should he. He's okay. the hot man. Give it to him. He took one shot in the fourth quarter. So, combined, if you look at the fourth quarter and overtime at Sacramento, Lucas shut it completely down there also, because if you look at the, the totals that, that he had at Sacramento, it's pathetic. Fourth quarter and overtime at Sacramento, he was one of four with Luca. He's just saying, I'm not going to do this. And I got to tell you, I, and I don't think I'm out of bounds to suggest this, it looks pouty to me. It looks like back in the day when Kobe would say, okay, you, you guys do it. I, I won't do it. It looks like 
he, he's not that happy playing with Kyrie when it really matters in the fourth quarter and overtime because Kyrie just dominates the ball in the fourth quarter and overtime. Skip, I don't understand how you deduce that. Kyrie has it going. Normally, when a guy gets it going, you get in the ball, you get out of his way. So, in other words, you say because this is Luka team, he should interrupt Kyrie's flow. Absolutely, because he's Luka Doncic. What do you call him? What have you raved about? Okay, you say he's the man. His usage rate going into this new pairing with Kyrie was just a tick under Giannis's for leading the NBA. Well, in the fourth quarter in overtime – his usage rate has gone down to nil. Like, like he must be like fifth on the team because he just doesn't even try to shoot the basketball. But, you know, we've seen historically great players take a back seat when another guy gets it going. We saw Isaiah and Joe Dumars would take a back seat to Vinnie Johnson when the microwave would heat up. They would take a back seat. They didn't say, well, it's our team. I'm the captain. I'm the best player. Give me the ball. No, somebody gets it going, Skip. You let them have it. You, for you to sit there and say, yeah, Lucas should interrupt Kyrie's flow. When the man is 11 of 12 from the free field, he's 3 or 4 from the free throw line. He's, excuse me, 3 or, three or 4 from the three-point line. 1 on 1, he gets you 26. Six, Luca, interrupt that. It's your team. Mm. Mm. That's listen. If you're the man, who's the man? You saying Kyrie's the man? No, skip, skip. Yeah. It's not about the man. We've seen LeBron James mm. take a step back when Ky- you remember when Kyrie got it dancing against the Spurs. Mm-hmm. What did what did LeBron do? You remember when Kyrie got it going against the, uh, the Portland Trailblazers? Mm-hmm. What did LeBron do? Mm. That's what you do, Skip. You don't interrupt that. I'm the man, mm. and this man got it going. He's giving you 20, 26, 30 points in a quarter, mm. and you say, "Well, because I'm the man, let me interrupt this flow." Okay. He's not going to be happy with this. I'm on record, and I will triple down on it now. Luka Doncic will not be happy long-term with Kyrie. They're too much alike. They need the ball in their hands, and they need to shoot the basketball. It's not like LeBron and AD. They were the perfect match because they had Shaq and Kobe potential. You have the guard, and you have the center. Yes. And the guard can feed the center, and he can pick and roll with the center, just like you have Harden and Embiid. Watch them again last night. They, they pick and roll off each other because you got a big and a, a two-guard, right. basically, because right. James, I know he's – turned into John Stockton, but he's basically a two-guard. He's more of a scorer than an assister, even though he can assist the basketball. In this case, they can both assist the basketball, but Luka is turning into more of the pure point guard, and Kyrie is yeah. now the designated shooter for yeah, this but, team. But Skip, that's what Kyrie's always yeah. been. Kyrie yeah. just had the point guard title and, and title. In theory, but he's always been a two. Dame, they list him as a point, but Dame is a two. Steph Curry is listed as a point. Steph is a two. James Harden, uh, 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 Russ, they're really two guards masquerading as points. They're not like a Magic, like a Stockton, mm-hmm. like a, a, a Steve Nash or a Mark Jackson. That's not Jason Kidd. They're not the prototypical because these guys can go get you buckets where occasionally those guys can, you know, Magic can give you 30 here or there, mm-hmm. but Magic was ma- mainly a facilitator. Yep. All the guys that I mentioned, Skip, now in today's game can go not only get you 30, 40, they can go get you 50, 60. Mm. If you were Luca right now, would you be happy with the way this thing was shaking out? I would be happy because I got a guy that I know that if I don't have it going on a particular night, he can go give me kind of like what Jalen Brunson did last year. He's a, he's a, a more advanced version of Jalen Brunson. So that's why Jalen didn't want to stay. Yeah, they probably could have kept him at a, at a reduced rate, but Jalen says, I'm good. Y'all see what I can do? Just imagine if I got more minutes. Imagine if I got 35, 38 minutes a night, mm. what I could do. 
Skip, I'm not saying they can win a title, but to say they don't mesh after two games when both are averaging 30, I just think what happened last night, they wanted to show that we're both unselfish to a fault, and they gave the ball up when okay, one, but they Okay, but only one is saying that. O- only one is trying to say, I'm unselfish to a fault, and that's Luka. It's not Kyrie. He, he, he jacked up, what did he shoot, 12 times in the fourth quarter. He made 11 of them. Yes! So, you got a problem just with saying, that. He's saying, I'm the man. I'm the man. I told you he was going to walk in the locker room, try to be like, oh, I, I, whatever you guys want me to do. Kyrie is thinking, I, I have been here, done that. I got a ring. You got no rings. I'm the man here. That's that's his mindset. Yeah. He won't say it publicly. They've embraced me. They've made me feel so happy here. Yeah, and Brooklyn didn't embrace you from the start. You just didn't embrace Brooklyn. But Skip, you, I can't believe you're complaining about a guy that took 12 shots. He made 11 of them. He okay. was three or four from the three-point okay. line. Right. I, I'm trying to figure out. So, so what's the issue? The issue is I've got two games now. I, I just showed you one guy shot 22 times in the fourth quarter in overtime. The other guy shot five times. The guy you call Baby Bird, the guy you say is one of the great scorers we've ever seen in the history of this game. That's yes. what Shannon Sharp yes. says. Yes. And he is completely deferring to Kyrie in two fourth quarters and in overtime. That's a pretty big sample of work so how, far. How about this here? Yep. Did you watch you watch the game, Sam? You watch the Super Bowl. How many catches did Jason Kelsey have in uh, excuse mm-hmm. yeah, Travis Kelsey have in the second half? How many did Juju have? Mm-hmm. Juju had it going, so why force the ball to Kelsey when Juju's wide open? So Kyrie has it going. You say, Luca, force the shot. It's your team. Mm-hmm. You force up bad shots as opposed to Kyrie getting to the rim at, rim, at will. Mm-hmm. Kyrie creating separation and getting wide open shots and making them. Mm-hmm. You said he had 22, he has 42 points. In the fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. Well, if he scored 16, if he scored 26 last night, that means he had tw- 16 the other night, yep. which is not bad because, mm-hmm. like you like to do me all the time, if you combine 16, 16, and 16, that's 64 points. Mm-hmm. That's a pretty good game, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, four times 26. I don't even know what the math is on that. That's over. <laughs> He'd break Wilt's record, right? <laughs> that's 104. Okay, there we go. That would do it, right? Yeah. Okay, so the, the point is, that, that Luca went home last night not happy because they, they got the L. And they got the L at Sacramento. And all of a sudden, they're only three games over 500, and they're barely clinging to the fifth spot in a West that, that is as jumbled as I have ever seen it. And I'm not sure that they're going to capture new lightning in a bottle because they had lightning in a bottle by itself, and it was Luca. And now he's saying, well, we got the new closer, and you, you can't tell me that he's not just saying, I, listen, Luca's got some hot dog in him. He's got a big ego. And I, I don't recognize him in the fourth quarter. I watched the whole thing last night. I watched the whole thing at Sacramento the other night. And he doesn't look the same. And if I can show you, he, he was so discombobulated last night that Kyle Anderson stole the ball from him, if we could see this. And this was a crucial turnover with, um, what was it, a minute and five left. Kyle Anderson, former San Antonio Spur and Memphis Grizzly, he just says, I, well, I got that. And he took it right out of his hands because Luca was not sure. His body language is not sure this is the second turnover he got. They gave him a turnover for that because they yeah, said he had possession. He did. I, I don't know what he was trying to do. Yeah, I, I don't know what he was doing. But they get that was the second turnover, and that came with 48 seconds left. And that hurt. They were in position to win this game. Yeah. But all of a sudden, Kyrie's saying, wait a second, I'm the new kid on the block. Maybe yeah, maybe right, at the good. end, maybe I should try to make sure that he gets a no, shot up. I, I just think I, I think you're reading a lot to it. Mm. Because I think I like what Luca said. 
Luca, a lot of people weren't happy, but I was trying to get him a shot, and he was trying to get me a shot. And in the end, nobody got a shot. We tried to get a shot off, and we couldn't. That's what that. That's all that was, Skip. That's all that was. But I, 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 I haven't watched as many basketball games as you have. I haven't been to arenas much. But from what I've watched and what I've seen, when a guy gets it going, no matter what level he is, if it's a superstar, obviously you get out of his way. But even the guy that's a non-superstar, once he gets it going, they will give him the ball. The superstars will give him the ball and get out of his way. Well, Kyrie Irving had it go. You can't, can you get it any better than that? 11 of 12, 3 of 4, 1 of 1 from the free throw line, 26 points. Mm. Skip, look how many points they were down, and he almost single-handedly brought them back. I mean, it would help if you didn't give up 65, if you didn't give up 100 points in the first three quarters. Yep. That would greatly help you win that a lot would. of ball games. I agree. They gave up 33, 32, 35 through the first three quarters, and they thought they were going to win. They scored 20, 23 in the first quarter. Now, that's what that was. The defense let them down. Not the offense, and that's what, what the concerns were, Skip. Okay, you give up Dorian Finney-Smith. He's one of your better He's one of your better wing defenders. And I think what you call him was out last night, um, Hardaway Jr. I think he was out last night. So with now, those are two of your better wing defenders. Yep. Okay, somebody got to check Anthony Anderson. I mean, I skip Anthony Edwards. Mm-hmm. He goes bonkers. He does. So yep. Uh, I'm not going. I'm, I'm not going to overreact like you did. You, I, I believe you're overreacting. Um, let them play a little bit more than two games. Yeah, they're very similar to being the same players. They need the ball. They're, uh, they're not the most efficient of players because they're going to shoot shots. Kyrie's going to try things. I mean, but his float game and his layup package at the rim, second to none. Luka can get to the rim at will. Kyrie can get to the rim at will. Kyrie's a better mid-range and three-point and a free-throw shooter. Skip, I, I think it can work. Win a championship, that's something entirely different. But I just think last night they wanted to show how unselfish they were and they were unselfish to a fault, and it ended up costing them a game. I don't know if it cost them a game, but it cost them getting off a shot. The truth is they don't resemble each other physically, but they're exactly the same player. That's the problem. Even though, to your point, one is a much better distance shooter than the other one. Yes. One is a much better free throw shooter than the other one, but, but Kyrie hasn't been getting to the free throw line at all. No. Luka does get to the free throw line. Yes. Unfortunately, he's shooting only 73%, so he's in the LeBron-esque right. range. LeBron's actually been a better free throw shooter than he has this year. But you, but you agree both of them can get to the rim at will. They might be <laughs> of, of, you know, under seven-foot players. Yes. Yeah. They might be the two best in all the world at getting to the rim because Luka is just clearly unstoppable with his funky, untimable rhythm, <laughs> yeah. his, his basketball genius that he has for Hezzy's start-stops, yeah. Euro steps. You, you just can't keep him from the rim because defenders can't seem to time him at all. Correct. So he gets up to the rim, and he's stronger than he looks. I was watching him closely last night. He still looks... He, he, he looks chunky to me. Right. He doesn't look in great basketball yeah. shape to he, me. Skip, I don't think he's going to ever have one of those aesthetically pleasing bodies. He's not going to be sculpted. Mm-hmm. He's not going to be a Calvin Klein. You know, Skip, the old Calvin Klein, the, mm-hmm. the old underwear models. Mm-hmm. That's not what he is. But I tell you what, he's the guy that you go down to the park and you go pick him last and you're going to be good. You're going to hate that you did because he's going to light your butt up. And yep. when you look at Luca Skip, and, and I, when I, and they were talking about this kid, and, and um, Goran Jogic was saying, He's going to be the best player in the NBA in about five years. I'm like, who, how? Mm. Not looking like that, he's not. Mm-mm. Well, Gordon Dragic didn't lie because looking just like that, he lighting folks up.
Well, he is. And yet Kyrie is five inches shorter, yeah. I believe. I think it's 6'2 to 6'7. Yes. And Kyrie is sculpted. He's got a great body. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And he, he, he is stronger than he looks because yeah. his shoulders, he's yes. like, like Westbrook. Their shoulders are strong where, where they can create space yes. inside that you don't quite give them enough credit for. But Kyrie's handles are second to none. They're, they're, the, they're the greatest I've ever seen. Yes. On pure handle. Yes. And artistry at the rim. Yes. Whipped cream artistry yes. where, where you are creating in the air. Yeah. I've never seen anything I mean, like you, it. You, you're yeah. right, Skip. I mean, Isaiah had handles. Rod Strickland has handles. Yeah. Uh, Jason William from Sacramento, Skip, had handles. Yeah. But handles with the ability to shoot the ball, yeah. with the ability to finish at the rim in either hand, Okay. Kyrie Irving is second to none. Okay. Both have high IQs, basketball IQs, and yet in the end, they're the same. In the end, it's not LeBron and AD or Shaq and Kobe. No. It's two playing the same. Right. And th- they both are superstars in label and in self-image. They look at themselves as a superstar, yeah. right? And it's hard to find a flow between two superstars with the game on the line. So Luke is just saying, I- I'm going to show you right away. I'm okay. I'm, I'm going to defer. But he's deferring completely in the two fourth quarters in overtime. I think the thing you'll skip, the thing I will concede is that they are so similar. Neither are really a catch and shoot. The difference is Steph can dribble to handle the ball, get to the and shoot it. Clay is a better catch and shoot. So now if one of these guys, I can kick it to you, that's their game. That's really not either one of those guys' game. No. So now we gotta find we'll find a rhythm, we'll find a way, and Jason Kidd will do a great job of that because he's an all-time. That great is guard. true. That so is he'll true. figure it out a way okay. to get these guys and look, guys, whatever shot you want, take it and I'll okay. live with it. Luca is a more gifted passer of the basketball yeah, yeah, than Kyrie yeah, is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, yeah he's got yeah. that gift thing, that once yes, a generation yeah. thing. But it's not his, his motive in basketball. Right. His motive is to score the basketball. Yeah, That's he's, what he's he does the best. He's a score. He thinks of himself as nobody can stop me. Right. Well, it's hard on your ego to say we get to the fourth quarter of two games that were highly winnable. Kyrie got them back in this game, obviously. Yes. But once it became winnable, Luca continued to say, okay, you do it, you do it. And then we get to the final sequence, and Kyrie's saying, well, I'm new, so maybe we got this far. Now you do it. Well, I think the thing is, Skip, and not to blame anybody, but since Kyrie had it going and Luka didn't take a whole lot of shots, I don't think Luka felt he was comfortable no. enough or he was in a rhythm enough yeah. to take that last shot. Kyrie, you got it going like that, bro. You nuclear. You hotter than fish grease. Okay. I'm talking about white hot. And, and he take can. And, and he is you, – you can argue, certainly at 6'2", He's the best closer in basketball. He closed game seven for LeBron yeah. in the 2016 yeah, we've seen finals. Him in, we've right? seen him in big moments okay. do it. We have seen him. I've seen him. He, he is clutch, clutch. Yeah. So if, if Luka can completely concede to him in fourth quarters that you take us home, if, if Luka is Mr. Three Quarters and then Kyrie becomes Mr. Fourth Quarter, then you'd have something. I just don't think Luka's ego can take that. I don't think you play it like that. I think, okay, guy, whoever's hot. That's who's going to close the ball game. Last night, Kyrie had it going. There have been games. Now, you've seen Luka. That night, he got 60. He went and got, what, 16 or 18 in the fourth quarter in overtime. So he's more than capable of closing. We've seen him too many times in big spots, Skip, in the playoff games. Now, although they've lost, we've seen him go nuclear 
on a lot of different teams. Yep. Ask Phoenix, ask the Clippers. So they're, they, everybody knows what he's capable of, Skip. They'll get it right. It's only two games. Mm. You make it seem like it's been two months. Well, I'm just reacting to what I've seen so far, and I am shocked by what I've seen in the two fourth quarters in overtime, and I am tripling down, quadrupling down, will not work long term. Long term. I'm first guessing this because in the end, they're too much alike, and it's Luca's team. It's yeah, not Kyrie's, yeah. and it's always going to be Luca's team because it's he was like, homegrown. Like, he was there, yeah. The, like Steph, Steph with, KD. with KD okay. because Steph's homegrown. He right. started, yeah. and he'll finish yes. in Golden State. Yes. Right? Yes. Okay. So here we go. Yeah. I say good luck. I mean, we saw that with Shaq and Kobe. Yeah. yeah. Guys, <laughs> the Mavericks <laughs> might not be done making moves either. They're set to bring in seven-time All-Star LaMarcus Aldridge for a workout Checking today. Out. I hope he's okay. Yeah. yeah. Yes, indeed. They currently sit at fifth in the Western Conference. They definitely right. big. Some rebounding. Moving on, gentlemen. Let's talk a little bit more about the Super Bowl on Sunday. Patrick Mahomes. Oh, is his boy. performance being overhyped, Legendary. do you think? And then LeBron, what is him missing his third straight game? Shannon what does that mean for the Lakers? That and a whole Rest. lot more coming up Rest. on Undisputed. <laughs> this episode is sponsored by BetterHelp because your mental well-being matters. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is, time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Unlock the power of therapy with BetterHelp and witness the transformative benefits it brings to your life from gaining valuable insights into your thought patterns to building resilience in the face of challenges. Therapy empowers you to navigate life's twists with confidence. BetterHelp offers a convenient online platform. It's designed to be flexible, fitting seamlessly into your schedule. With a simple questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at no extra cost. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash UndisputedPod today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash UndisputedPod. Your mental health journey begins here. Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs rallied back after being down 10 points at halftime to win Super Bowl 57. They're only the second team to win the Super Bowl after being down double digits at halftime. Little historical note for you there. Mahomes led a scoring drive on every possession for the Chiefs in the second half. Pretty darn impressive. Skip, let's start with you. You have some new thoughts on Mahomes' performance. Unfortunately, I do. I'm sorry to bring such attention to this, but... You ain't for the rain on my parade. I'm going to rain. <laughs> I, I'm reading all these articles. I got one right here. I'm going to read you the headline. What is it? What is it? How Chiefs quarterback Patrick Mahomes authored his greatest comeback. Author. Greatest comeback. What? what I, I, I'm lost. The harder I look at Patrick Mahomes' performance in this Super Bowl, the less impressive it gets. 
Yes, I will give you this. 13 of 14 in the second half with a throwaway, which gave him the one incomplete, <clears throat> right? But wait a second. It was for a grand total of 93 yards in the second half. So he went from dazzling us with his rocket arm to dinking and dunking throughout the second half. That's his, what he took. His longest completion was 14 yards in the second half. Okay. His longest for the entire football game was 22, which was in the first quarter to Kelsey in the, the, obviously first the first half. Mm -hmm. And I'm thinking, now, wait a second. He didn't exactly set the desert night on fire with his rocket arm on, on this occasion, right? And I first guessed this. I told you that the going into the game, the Eagles' defense – is a flawed liability. That Eagles defense gave up 40 to Dak Prescott on Christmas Eve at Dallas. 40 points. And I said, I don't trust it at all. However much Patrick has the ball, he should do damage every time he has the ball. And he did a lot of dink and dunk damage in the second half. And I do give you this. He did not make one mistake. And I have Question him time and time again yep. for trying too many globetrotter trick passes. And he tried one in the first half that almost got intercepted, but that was the only one he tried right. for the whole game. So I give him high marks for that. But just for comparison, and I'm, I'm not trying to bring Brady back into the equation and rain on Patrick's parade, but just look at what Tom Brady did. He played 10 Super Bowls. And in those 10 Super Bowls, in the fourth quarters alone, just in the fourth quarters of all 10, he averaged 89 yards passing in the fourth quarter. Right. Well, that got pulled back down by his last Super Bowl in which he beat Mahomes 31 to 9. He only had to throw for six yards in that one. So that hurt his average. So if, if we take that six yards out, he almost threw for 100 yards average in his first nine Super Bowls in the fourth quarter. Right. Patrick threw for 93 in the second, like, I mean, the fourth, the, sorry, the third half. and fourth quarter in the second half. Wait, wait a second. So Brady averaged 97 in the first 10, and Patrick threw for 93 in the second half. It, it's not that impressive to me. And the two touchdown passes he threw in the second half both came on busted coverages where they just tricked him with motion. Yes. And, and it was beautiful to watch, yeah. but, but I can't give Patrick high marks for these two if we can see the two <laughs> touchdown passes back to back. Um, I, I think we have one, and then the one, the second one got uh, it got set up by the 65-yard punt return. But the first one is to Kadarius Tony, and it's just a trick shot where he starts to go in motion, and they 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 go across, and here comes the. Remember, you benefit from the longest punt return in Super Bowl history. Well, this doesn't go on Patrick's totals, and I can't give him credit for this. So he runs it all the way down to the five, and that sets up the second touchdown pass to Sky Moore, and they trick him again. They trick him again. Yes. Look, look, there's nobody left over there. So I'm, I'm like, I, I, I'm not sure I'm seeing what the issue was. Well, so let, let me finish. Okay. So, so there's no pressure on Patrick to hold that. And I, I first guessed this going in the game. His offensive line was simply the best in football. All year long, they won. They were number one in pass block win rate. And they did it again to the vaunted Eagles pass rush. They didn't touch him. They didn't sack him. And on the biggest play in question, sweat does make him sweat a little bit mm -hmm. and made him throw the ball a little quicker than he wanted to. And now we're down to the final play, and I thought it was a phantom penalty. Our man Greg Olson didn't like the flag. Your man LeBron James did not like the flag thrown. We could fight all day about this. I wouldn't have thrown the, pass, the, the flag on this because 
He touched him with his right hand, but I don't see a, a fistful of jersey. I don't see a jersey grab. He touched him in the front and he touched him in the back. I don't think he impeded. I don't think he restricted. And what? Juju escapes cleanly, but Patrick is basically just throwing the ball away and it's uncatchable. I think the thing is, Skip, is that for me, having caught the ball for a living, mm-hmm. ask any receiver how much a little tug impedes you. Ask any receiver. Okay. Forget, forget uh, uh, and Greg Olson should know because he played well, a position where, where they tugging and fighting and mm-hmm. understand just how much that little tug yep. impedes you and throws your timing off from getting to where you want it to be. Skip, I think the thing Was is, it a tug? I don't see yes. a tug. I don't see a fist grab. No, 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 I don't skip, see a jersey you, tug. You want to see it, Skip. But the really good ones, they know all the tricks of the detail. Mm-hmm. Skip, I can't get caught with my hand in the cookie jar. Yep. You just got to know one of the cookies are gone and somebody took it. So I've got to do something out of the sight. But the back judge is right there. The problem is, Skip, his right hand is in plain view of the back judge that's looking who threw the flag. Mm-hmm. Maybe he'd have been better if it was his left hand. But now he's worried about the side judge that's right there being able to see it. Okay. He touched him with his right hand and he touched him with his left yeah. hand back on his back hip. Okay. I get that. I don't see impeded, restricted. But it's just it's just the slightest. But Skip, the difference between Sunday and I, you, you compared it to Brady. But Brady had that 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 two hundred plus yard game that he had against Atlanta in the fourth quarter. But if you look at the Atlanta second half possessions, they did something. Um, they had a lot of three and outs and a fumble. They did something for the pay, to, to help mm-hmm. the Patriots, something that the, uh, the Eagles didn't do for Patrick, Patrick Mahomes. Okay, the Falcons' second-half possessions, they went a three and out and took less than two minutes off the clock. They got a touchdown at four minutes. We're, we're doing Falcons-Patriots. Okay, Falcons, I got Patriots, it. Okay, because got we're talking it. about, you know, yes, big yes, comfort, yes, behind, yes, yes. comfort okay. behind victory. Skill. I got it. So you get one, two, three. Three punts. I'm not counting the last one with 50-something seconds, Skip. Okay. So I'm going to say even though that was four plays, 54 seconds, I'm not going to count that one. So they had one, two, three punts in the second half with a fumble in three plays. The Eagles go 17 plays, time of possession, field goal. Three and out, to less than, less than two minutes. Eight plays, 407, end of the game. You see, they did something that the Falcons uh, didn't do which was eat clock, skip. They had, what, 25 plays. So they had 28 plays in three drives. 28 plays. The Falcons had 1, 11, 14, 17, 23. They had 27 plays the second half. Mm-hmm. The, 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 Eagles had, the Eagles had 28 plays, skip. They had 28 plays in four drives. In three drives. Okay, I got it. But remember, in that game, you can argue that defense wasn't very good either. It was no, way overrated, no, no, no. the Atlanta Falcons. Yeah. But Brady throws for 246 just in the fourth quarter and the overtime. Right. Well, it, it, it's, it's hard to fault that, and you come back from right. 28 to three down. But, but also, Skip, and the same thing happened. Brady threw a pick six. They were doing a great job of getting. See, the thing was, the Patriots weren't eating time of possession in the first quarter, so, uh, in the first half, like the uh, uh, like the Eagles were, because they were snapping the ball. Uh, every single snap was under five seconds. Some of it skipped. You like there was like two seconds, one second. They got to delay a game one time they because they were like, we we've got to possess the ball. We want to minimize Patrick Mahomes when he do get on the field. Well, I, I first guessed that. I said it's the only way to beat him. But I said. Well, you better be good. You better be able to get him on the ground because he's not going to need a whole lot of time. The offense from the Chiefs, what we've known to love about Patrick Mahomes, Skip, it used to, when he had Tyreek, Skip, 
They can hit you from 70 or 80 in the blink of an eye. They can't do that anymore. So they have to nickel and dime you. They have to dink and dunk. And think about it. MVS, the guy that had a career game in the championship game, didn't catch a pass. He threw him one in the first half, and they were on the wrong page because it looked like he was open, and Patrick went way back shoulder left, and the ball just hits the turf because nobody's on. I think what happens, Skip, is that he lines up tight. Patrick is saying, okay, you lined up tight, but I need you to get with because he's throwing it like a go ball, which is normally in the West Coast offense is 42 and 4. 42 yards deep, 4 yards from the sideline. Yep. So I'm expecting, Skip, I don't care where you line up at. But I need you to get to that point. Okay. So I got it. And so, so Skip, I, I think when you look at Patrick Mahomes and you look at what he had to do, Skip, touchdown, 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 field goal. Skip, any drive that doesn't result in a touchdown, they lose mm-hmm. the game. Okay. Little known fact, in the second half of that Super Bowl the other night, the Kansas City Chiefs ran for 119 yards. Patrick added to that total yes. with the last big run. Right. But 119, and I first guessed this, I told you Pacheco would be the best running back on the field, and he just was. Yeah, I don't know what happened with Sanders, okay. though, Skip. I, I don't know. Sanders was a good skill. He was good all no, year. He's a pro bowler. Yes. No, I never loved him. I never, when, when I am against them, he doesn't strike fear in my <laughs> right. heart. We've had him on the show. He's a great kid. Right. But, but I, I don't know if he's a big time back. Gainwell kind of preempted him a little bit, started to beat yeah, him out yeah, yeah, a little yeah, bit, yeah. okay? But, uh, uh, and not, not to cut you off, Scott, but when you look at what Mahomes did, can you make a case right now come playoffs, he's a top-five quarterback come playoff as far as come from behind? Right, okay, you like, obviously, Brady's resume speaks for itself. Yeah. Joe Montana, yeah. John Elway, because we've seen a, the drive. We've seen him offer a lot of comebacks in the playoffs. Uh, Joe, uh, so Tom, Joe, Peyton, Brady, Mahomes, how can Mahomes give and skip the, okay. comfort, the, the two Super Bowls in which you've come from 10 points right. down in the second half? Okay, I give you that. Now back to Jalen Hurts. I told you, I can't remember a better, uh, certainly for a first-timer in this game, oh, yeah, a, a better losing quarterback yeah. performance. And what just rips my heart out, and the more I thought about it last night, there's one turnover in this game, and it's, it's created by Jalen Hurts yeah. on himself. He <laughs> self-destructs. He loses the handle if it's, we could see his It's freaky. It's freaky. It, it, he just, he's switching hands, and he loses his grip on the football, and it, he gets double jeopardy because it bounces right, right to the Bolton. Bolton. And <laughs> it, it could have bounced anywhere. It could have bounced to an eagle. Instead, I lost the football. And, and the thing is, Skip, the, look at, it's not like a kicking ball, Skip, because no. you know those kickers' ball, yeah. they're real shiny. Okay. There's no glaze on that ball, so I'm just trying to – it was just – it was so freaky I, I, that I it know. happened. But it felt like – they were on the move to go up 21-7, yes, to seven, yes, yes. and then you're thinking, uh-oh, we're yeah. in big trouble yes. now because he seems like he's unstoppable. And all of a sudden, it goes from 21-7 to seven potentially to 14 all. Right. Well, now we got a football game. Well, yeah, and, and what you've done is that you've taken points off your end and you've allowed them because what you've tried to do, Skip, is right. By running the bleeding the yep. clock down to under five, you said we're minimizing Patrick Mahomes' opportunities and minimizing their opportunities to get points. Well, with Patrick Mahomes on the sideline, they got a, they got a tub. Yep. And you can't have that. Okay. And they did a great job, Skip. I mean, they, did, they, they got points. I mean, they, I mean, they got touchdowns. It wasn't like they kicked a whole bunch of field goals. I can see if they got in the red zone and they kicked field goal after field goal, you know that's going to come back and bite you, Jalen. You know. okay. He didn't do that. Now, for the biggest turning point in the game for the Eagles, it comes with 619 left in the third quarter. Jalen throws a beautiful back football 
to Quez Watkins, who's okay. their weakest link, mm-hmm. and, and he's clearly their third best, really their fourth best receiver, and he's nothing but a deep threat, and Jalen hits him right in the hands. If, if he catches the football, they're at least first and goal at the five, and I'm pretty sure, especially with their quarterback sneak machine that they yeah. have, I, I'm pretty sure they're going to get it in the end zone yeah. from the five-yard line. And if you do, you go up mid-third quarter, you go up 10. Well, I think you got a shot at hanging yeah. on to 10. Yeah. But instead, they couldn't cash. Right. So they wind up minus four points because they only get three. Well, now if you're minus four and the Eagles defense has no chance of stopping Patrick Mahomes and the running game, right. 119 yards in the second half, 158 for the game. Right. Well, you, you can't leave four points on the table and hope to win the game, and they lost by three. They, they did, Skip, um, but I think you, you mentioned that Pacheco, with his ability to run the football, obviously you can't give it to the entire offensive line, but they might have been the MVP. That might have been the most been. dominant performance that we've seen by an offensive line, to open holes like they did for the running game and to keep, even though he was pressured, now, a lot of times Patrick Mahomes got out of pressure because I think they pressured him like 31% of the time. They just didn't get him on the ground. And it was Patrick Mahomes' ability to, to to dip here and to slide there and to get out of harm's way and throw the ball. But they did an excellent— You know what he has in him? He's got Roethlisberger <laughs> in him because he's bigger than you think he, he is. is. He he's is. a full 6'3", and I think he goes 240-ish. Okay, yeah. And he plays strong. He right. stands strong in the yes. pocket. He moves strong. It's hard. One hand will not rip right. him to the ground, no, right? No, And I think the thing is, Skip, is that when you play with a guy like that, me playing with John Elway for the number of years that I played, you never feel you're out of the game. And, you know, Andy was talking about how he's hobbling around in the locker room saying, hey, we're, we're right there. We're right there, guys. We come out and make a play and skip the most important drive when you're down to start the second half is what? The opening possession when you get the ball. They took the ball right down the field because the Eagles say if we get a stop, get off the field, now we get our offense back on the field and we're still up 10. They took the ball out of the half, go right down the field, and the Eagles had to be thinking, Okay. uh uh-oh. Okay, I got it. I'm going to give Patrick Mahomes one big red check mark, like like a plus. And that was that first throw for the touchdown to Kelsey, the first touchdown that tied it at seven. If we could see this, this is sweet. This is a big-time Super Bowl throw, and I thought I was going to see several more of these. He's got to go right over the top of the DB to Kelsey, and they love each other, and they're on the biggest rapport wavelength you'll ever find between a quarterback and a receiver. But that's Mm -hmm. that's a big-time throw where you have to drop it over the DB. Yeah. And he did. He did. So that's what I'm used to him doing. Well, that was the last one of those. That was an 18-yarder. Right. Then he had a – if we could show it real quick, the 22-yarder to Kelsey. To start the, the game, right. It's, it's early. Yeah. And th- this is the, the base big, across. Th- this is his longest completion of the game. He, oh, no, is. no. That, that's yeah. it? Yep. Oh, yeah, that was like a sale. That was like okay. a sale, right? Well, he's, uh, he's running yep. like a seven. Yep. He started like they think he's going to run the, uh, the far cross, and okay. he makes back. All right. And, and that's it. That's 22. So when I look at 182 total yards passing, I can't say this is an extraordinary all-time Super Bowl performance. He won, and he played clean football. And I love it that he played right. clean because you better play clean or you're going to lose this game. Right, because the possessions, because yep. you see how much they're eating clock. Yep. I think the thing is, Skip, is that sometimes we get – We've set Patrick Mahomes has set the bar so high for himself that if he doesn't throw for 350 or 400, we don't think he played well. Yeah. We've seen him play well. We've seen him throw for 300, 400 yards and lose. You remember the game I hear, Skip, at, I think it was at the Coliseum when they played the Rams and he threw for damn near 500. Oh, but, but he had it was to, at the Coliseum. Yeah, yeah. But he had the turnovers. 
And, hey, and Jared Goff beat him. Yes. Sunday night required him to throw for less than 200, yep. but he had to be perfect in the process of he, doing he it. One turnover, they're not winning that game. I agree. And there was only one turnover in the whole game, and unfortunately, Jalen Hurts marred his performance. He shot himself in the foot with one turnover, and, and that's the turning point. Yes, yeah. because, you know, Skip, all turnovers aren't created equal. Tom Brady throws a pick six in the first half. Yep. Matt Ryan fumbles in the third quarter yes, or gives them a short field. It did. That flipped the momentum. Totally. Agreed. So for, for Patrick to only have 100, it just goes to show you that he can beat you in so many ways. It's not always a 300, 400-yard game in which gets you. It's the 13 or 14. It's the 93 yards, but it's the methodical, the, 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 the way he methodically matriculated the ball down the field. Okay, five here. Four there. Here, Juju, get this first down here. Yep. And that's what that's what it took, Skip. One turnover. If they don't score on any drive, Skip, if they go one possession and yep. don't score, the Eagles are winning that Super Bowl. That is true. Turnover takeaway ratio. Always crucial, gentlemen. All right, let's go back to the hardwood, guys. Anthony Davis, double-double last night, 19 points, 20 rebounds, and a 127 to 115 Lakers loss to the Portland Trailblazers. LeBron sitting out his third straight game with ankle soreness. Unfortunately for me, yes, he is expected to play tomorrow night, though, against my New Orleans Pelicans. Shannon, on a scale of 1 to 10, how concerned are you about Bron's ankle? Well, I'm a 10 because I'm concerned. I'm, I'm, not, not, not the severity of it, Skip. I'm concerned that it's going to linger because the last time, Skip, we, we, you and I, we've gone to the doctor. How many times had the doctor said, hey, Skip, Skip, if you want this thing to heal up, keep doing what you're doing. They normally tell you to rest and stay off of it. Don't do it. <laughs> so normally, what else are they going to say? So normally the doctor would tell LeBron, you need to rest this foot for a, a, a period of time. But when you play professional sports, Skip, you don't get rest no. because you only have a short period of time in which the season is going on. So LeBron is going to have to play. He's going to have to deal with the playing pain. And like he said, uh, uh, Chris Haynes saying is like sometimes it flares up. That's a big man that's planting and cutting. That's not Kyrie Irving that's, Kyrie Irving that's gliding, Skip. That's effortless, like, moving. That's 250, 260 pounds. That's a lot of force pushing off. And so, yeah, it's going to flare up. And, I, Skip, I was the first one. Remember, I came in here after he broke the record. I said, Skip, something's going on with his foot. Because as soon as he came off the game, he bent down, he took his shoe off, and he was rolling that foot. So it's like his arch or the side, uh, his midfoot or something. Yeah. Because... The only person I know take the shoes off every time they came out was Dennis Rodman. And we know Dennis Rodman was, you know, a little looney to him sometimes. Little looney I would <laughs> so buy that. So he taking the shoes off. I'm not thinking anything if Dennis Rodman take his shoes off. But LeBron James taking his shoes off, it called out. I was like, well, damn, what's going on? And it's only one. It wasn't both. It was one. And so, Skip, I think the thing is what's concerning is that it's going to linger. I think it's something how much pain can he tolerate? Um, does it? interfere with something that he had does it interfere how much does it interfere with what he wants to do and what he can do so it's not going to go away it's not something like you know what hey lebron just keep playing on it and the doctors tell him it's going to go away that's not going to happen it's probably going to flare up from time to time how well can he manage it how how his pain tolerance because I think for any athlete, Skip, you have to have a very, a, a very, uh, some level of playing tolerance. Yep. Now, it's varying degrees. You know, some guys can play through a lot of stuff, and some guys ain't playing through jack. They got a, they got a belly ache or a, <laughs> anything. They're not playing. So I'm concerned that it's going to linger, 
but I'm not concerned that it's going to cause him to miss a, a significant period of time. Like I said, I believe he'll be back playing tomorrow. It's going to be managing how much treatment can they give him in between. Um, obviously, back-to-back's probably going to be out. I would think they would be, but uh, I'm not worried about it like long-term, but I just think I know it's going to linger. So you're high on the scale of 10. Yes. You're eight or nine. That is, that is going to, going to yeah. Yeah, it's going, it's going to be cumbersome. Because, Skip, it's a basketball player. It's kind of hard to play without feet. I mean, if I got a bum shoulder, Skip, for my left shoulder, I shoot right, okay, yeah, it's going to cause some discomfort. But I, it's kind of hard to do anything if you're a professional athlete without feet, even swim, because you got a flutter kick, you got a dog kick, or whatever stroke you use. So feet are very important to an athlete. Okay. <sighs> Who knows? Because I don't know. You don't really know. No, but, no, but I'm no. with you. I, I'm at a nine on the alert level here because something is going on. What threw me the biggest curve is that night was a week ago. Tuesday. Tonight. Yeah. Right? A week ago tonight yeah. against the Oklahoma City Thunder yeah. at the Crypt. He scored 36 points inside of three quarters. Yes. Right? Yes. Phenomenal. Yes. He passed Kareem yes. right before your very eyes. Yes. You were there. Yep. And not once did I see him favor the foot at all. Mm-hmm. Was it a Herculean performance? Was it an Iron Man performance? It well might have been. Right. All I know is there was no wincing. There was no limping. There was no gimping around. It just looked like he was about as great as he's ever been. Now, again, is the, or is the adrenaline just pouring through his of veins? Of course. You better believe it. This is his night of nights. Th- this arguably, in his eyes, was the greatest night of his career. He's about to become the all-time leading scorer in this league. Right. So are you playing through something that is nagging you? Probably. Are, are, are you not showing any flinch of pain because th- this is so special to you right. that you never really dreamed that you could be on the doorstep? of passing Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, right. one of the greatest Lakers, if not a lot of people think he is the greatest yes, Laker. Yes, yes, You're, you're going to pass him, mm-hmm. a Laker great, at, at, at the home of the Lakers mm-hmm. to become the all-time leading scorer. It's surreal. He kept saying after the game, it's surreal. It he is. Got so, at the end of his speech on the court, he finally just F-bombed because he couldn't think of what else to say. Right. Okay. Because you remember, uh, like, all these other occasions, you know, they did a little put something. LeBron James, 10,000 assists. LeBron James just passed Kobe Bryant. LeBron James just passed Michael Jordan. But, Skip, they paused the game for six, seven minutes. And they his should fa- have. His family comes on the court. Have. So okay. this is a, this is a, a different. Okay. And you know going into it, Skip, I mean, yeah, I got to pass. But that's not the, yeah, I'm passing Jordan. That's a huge honor. I looked up to Jordan. Ooh, I passed Kobe. I looked up to Kobe. But, Skip, you that was that's not Everest. That's my, that might be Pike's Peak. That might be Mount Kilimanjaro. It was. That might be the Adirondacks. No, I know. But that's not Everest. No. Kareem was Everest. This, this was he Everest. scaled Everest. Okay, he did. Okay, I give you that. But to my eyes, he looks he looks a thousand percent healthy yeah. as he's scoring 36 inside. Would he end up with 38 for 38, the game? 38. He tried to go back and play in the fourth quarter, and he was shot emotionally. Yeah. He might have been just completely out of gas because he had spent so much effort and energy to get to 36. So I loved what Anthony Davis, we talked about it when we were in Phoenix, but I loved what his explanation of why did he not leap up and celebrate? Well, he gotten pulled out of the game because he was in foul trouble. Right. He wasn't actually in the game where he could hug him on the fly as he made the fall away shot. Right. But he's saying, I, I couldn't get into it because 
We're getting our butts kicked. We're losing but Oklahoma to the Oklahoma City Thunder. Yeah. We're losing to the Oklahoma right. City Thunder. Well, they're ahead of you in the standings. Skip, also something should have gave you pause. In all your years of watching LeBron James, how many times have you ever seen him not start the fourth quarter on the court? I've never seen it, and I've seen hey, just but, about every dribble. I know, but if you're ever going to give him a pass for that or, or, or anticipate that he wouldn't, he, he, all of the energy had been drained out of him, especially in the presentation. Right. Now you got to get up for the presentation. But, but, right? then, but that was the thing, Skip, because that was like 11 seconds to go. So you had six, you had six seven minutes plus, the, uh, plus the, okay. uh, the, the, third, the ending of the third quarter. So you get like seven, eight, nine minutes to rest. LeBron James did not start the fourth quarter right. on the court. Okay. So he takes himself out fairly, fairly early because they, they actually roared back in the game yes. because yes. of Westbrook going mm-hmm. crazy. We're yeah. going to talk about him in just a couple of minutes here. But LeBron pulls himself out because he says, I- I'm useless. I-, I got nothing left. Right. And to your point, he goes straight over and takes his right shoe off, mm-hmm. I believe it yes, was. Yes, right. Okay, so yeah. it's his right shoe. Mm-hmm. And he starts to roll it yep. on a roller, and I highly recommend this, a little trick of the trade. Every night, I roll both feet on a tennis ball right. because it, it's a miracle cure if you'll just roll and roll. Do you got high arches anyway. No, You're not flat-footed. But, but it'll, it'll help your hamstrings. <laughs> it, it somehow breaks up all, all the, that, that the, the problems yeah. in, your, in your legs. Just roll. Roll mm-hmm. on a tennis ball while you're sitting watching right. a game, whatever you're doing. Roll for 10 minutes over here right. and then roll and just get all the kinks out because yeah. it'll help up your legs. So that's what he was doing. Right. Well, then they're talking about his ankle. I don't think it's his ankle. It's I think foot. it's some strained arch or yep. something. Yep. That's what is, I, yep. First, I thought is that plantar fasciitis, but that's across the bottom. Right. I, don't, I don't think it's across the bottom because you can't roll on that one because right. it'll just hurt yes. if you touch it. Yeah. Okay, so something is awry here. Yes. Or the, other, it, the, the, the possibility is he's just so drained from everything that happened, mm-hmm. he just decided, I need a break from basketball because I have focused Every ounce of my being on passing Kareem, and I need the All Star break. Right. I need to get through the break. Although Jen's saying that he might play tomorrow right. night. Right. That's we'll what D. Ham was saying okay. that he envisioned him playing. Okay. Well, we'll see if he does. I thought maybe he would play last night. Right. And so I question. Okay, you go to the Super Bowl. Your your team is, is just clinging. To, to it's the faint hope that you're going to rise up into the play-in, right? And obviously, you go to Portland and they shoot the lights out, especially in the first half. It, was, it wasn't even a. They fair made fight. ten threes in the, in the first quarter, okay, Skip. You, 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 you can't do it. And if Dame's going to make eight threes, and then Dame's going to shoot. Okay, you're going to lose. Shoot a four, okay. a thirty, a thirty-eight footer, and swish it. Okay, you you can't beat that. I I give you that, but all of a sudden, I'm looking at you, and you have twenty-four games to go. You're stuck. You're mired in 13th place in the West. You are now two full games behind said Oklahoma City mm-hmm. Thunder. LeBron, do you have it left in you? Can you help? Because it's him or bust because they can't do it with just AD. No. They're not good enough. No. So D. Ham said after the game, Darvin Ham, he says, I see the glass is half full. We picked up some phenomenal players. I don't know if I'll go phenomenal, but they're I like very good. Beasley. Okay, I do too. He, and he, by the way, he made five threes in the fourth quarter last yeah, night. So he got a twelve. Yep. He said we got younger a little bit. We got some really high IQ guys. So once we get everybody out there, get LJ back out there, as in LeBron James, with everybody, we're super duper excited what the future holds for us in the short term and the long term. Okay, bingo. I, I'll buy all of the above. 
But the key is we got to get there. LJ back out there <laughs> because without LJ, there. I don't see it. No, Maybe no, 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 no hell no, nah, no. Nah, okay, nah. hell, they're struggling right. with him, and he's averaging thirty-eight and a half and seven. All right. So, the the question becomes, how big, how, how much would it hurt LeBron, just hurt him personally, if his team missed the playoff for a second straight year? How much would it hurt his competitive pride to be watching the playoffs? Oh, it's gonna hurt a lot. It's gonna hurt a lot. Especially with Skip, I, I think the thing is when you play well, what hurts Skip if you lose? If I lost the game and I didn't play well, well, I, it's self-explanatory. Yeah, hell, I didn't play well. It hurt more when you play your ass off and you lose the game. Yep. he's averaging thirty, eight and a half rebounds, seven assists, and they're still where they are. Would you say thirteen? Yep. So obviously that's gonna bother you. He's like, well, damn. If LeBron was averaging seventeen. Everybody could well, – the reason why, because he's not playing well. Yep. So what's the excuse now? You got one guy averaging – AD is averaging 26-12 in three blocks a game. LeBron James is averaging 30 points, eight, eight and a half rebounds, seven assists a game. Yeah. And you're still in the position that you're in. So it would absolutely bother him to not – to miss the playoffs for a second consecutive season. Okay. That foot better miraculously heal by tomorrow night because – we think of the all-star break as kind of middle of the year. It's not middle of the year. Not anymore. We're, we're deep into the <laughs> we year, yeah, right? Yeah. We're, we're 82 game schedule with only 24 to go. But I'm not surprised that his yep. foot is hurt. I mean, after 20 years of putting foots in people, yeah. yeah. At some point, times get your foot get hurt. Huh. Yeah. Huh. Maybe mm-hmm. maybe he heard it kicking locker room walls after he lost his six finals. There you go, know. right there. Maybe it's like one of those chronic recurring injuries. It'll be chronic recurring. Uh, that's okay. Now, would you have that same energy? Yeah, I would. After them 24 games, when we go like 19 and 5. I think you need to go 19. Yeah, uh, we're going to do that. Play it, don't matter. We, we, they don't want to see us nowhere near the play in, playoffs. I, I, I buy that if he's, if he's right. He gonna he's got to right. be right. He's going to be right. Well, gentlemen, supposedly the Lakers medical staff has done imaging on that foot, and the images are clean. So we will see. Certainly, the All Star break will be. They said they saw a lion image in that foot. Really? <laughs> that what they said? They saw a lion. They saw a lion. Did you hear that, Jen? Huh? That what? That what I heard? I don't know. I heard it was a panther. <laughs> you hate him. All right, I'm going to save you. We're going to leave that here and move on. I hate him, man. <laughs> <laughs> The offseason that Patrick Mahomes loses his offensive coordinator, guys, is Eric Bieniemy destined for greener pastures? Um, Let's discuss my, when we destined. come back. When it comes to travel, we all know that feeling of wanting to escape to our happy place, whether it's hitting the beach, the ski slopes, or just kicking it with your crew in a tropical paradise. And Priceline wants you to get there and be very happy with a happy price. So you never have to miss a trip. Let me tell you, Priceline has got your back to make it all happen. My happy place is Cabo San Lucas, Mexico. Picture this, crystal clear waters, golden sands, and sun shining down on you like it's your personal spotlight. That's right, Cabo is my ultimate happy place. And you know what makes it even better? Priceline's VIP family feature. You heard it from me. That's right. VIP treatment for you and your squad. Imagine being with your crew, soaking up the sun and living your best life. And while scoring deals up to five times faster, it's like scoring a game-winning touchdown on vacation. Now, who am I taking with me to Cabo? To that epic trip, that adventure? My boys, my ride or dies, my crew. Ones who've been there through thick and thin from the beginning to the end. I'm not taking any kids, no kids, 
just me and the boys living it up. So what are you waiting for? Download the Priceline app today and save up to 60% off select hotels and go to your favorite happy price with Priceline. Make some memories that'll last a lifetime. Cabo ain't ready for me or us, but we're ready for Cabo. Thanks to Priceline, the real MVP of travel. Eric, the enemy has now won two Super Bowls in five seasons as the Chiefs offensive coordinator. The enemy, though, has been passed up on several head coaching jobs in the past. This morning, USA Today has a headline that reads, quote, Eric Bieniemy might get passed over again for a coaching job, and it's a disgrace. Shannon, I, I know you agree with this concept. How do you explain it? <laughs> it should be offered without any explanation. Hell, the GMs and the owners don't want to hire him. It's really that simple, Skip, because they keep moving the goalposts. Well, we need somebody with NFL experience. And then you go hire a head coach from college. Well, we need somebody to call plays. Skip, I want you to tell me who called plays. Zach Taylor, did he call plays? Mm. Matt LaFleur, did he call plays? No. What about Joe Judge? No. Kevin Stefanski, mm. Nick Sirianni, Dan Campbell, Kevin O'Connell, Nathaniel Hackett. I think Nathaniel did call him for Jacksonville. Jackson, go ahead. Yeah. Okay, yeah, take but, him off. He, he did. Not, not in Green not Bay. Green not Bay. in Green Bay. Yeah. Hold on. Matt, okay. Here's offensive coordinators under Andy Reid that did not call plays, they got jobs. Matt Nagy. That's a good one. Doug Peterson. That's a better one. Brad Childress. Mm -hmm. All of them got head coaching jobs without calling plays. Eric B. Enemy under, under Andy Reid for damn near a decade. Well, he doesn't call plays. There are a lot of guys. Skip, Joe Judge never called a play. He's a special teams coach. Got a job. <laughs> you see, Skip, if I want a lot of jobs, I, and I read this stat, like 80% of the jobs are filled without being posted. Hey, Skip, you know, uh, you know anybody, Skip, that got mm -hmm. the job opening? You know anybody, Skip? Yeah. Yeah, you know, as a matter of fact, Ernestine got a brother. Ernestine's best friend, husband, is looking for a job. Mm -hmm. You see how they do that, Skip? That's how they do it. Hey, hey, Jerry, you know anybody? It's always who you know. Yes! Yep. You know what? I interviewed a guy mm -hmm. about six months ago. Yep. He wasn't right for me, but he'd be perfect for you. EB can't get that break. Mm -hmm. Now, they said, uh, 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 Henny, Chad Henny said the two touchdowns, that was EB. He said he saw something Jacksonville did. That he saw it. He on said motion. He, yep. On motion. Mm -hmm. Because a lot of times they're either going to run the shallow or they're going to run the jet sweep. Mm -hmm. Well, in order to get the jet sweep, Skip, you have to get another man over the top. But you're going to have to need to pass that off. Okay, I'm going over the top. Well, it seemed like on, on both plays, everybody was trying to go over the top, and they left two guys uncovered <laughs> and walk in touchdown. Now, Henny went, and Skip, Andy Reid has gone out of his way. You see him at the end of the game? He the did. way he hugged EB and said, I love you, man. Yeah, he did. So did Patrick. Yep. Skip, mm -hmm. going out of his way. Yep. He says, I want to give Eric B. Enemy credit for the game plan. But that ain't good enough. Skip, I, I, I don't know. Like you said, after 15 chances, Skip, if I... If, 15 times. <laughs> if I think interview, what this poor man yeah, has been through. Yeah, yeah. It's just like anything, Skip. 15 times, I got 15 girlfriends. They say, Shannon, you undateable. Ain't nobody going to want me, Skip. It is what it is, Skip. You done got 15 interviews and you had not got hired yet. They say, you know what? You unhirable. Why? I just need... If, if, Skip, if you said, okay... You need to call plays in order to get a head coaching job. Skip, I'm cool with that. But don't you give a guy a job that didn't call no plays. If you say that guy needs NFL experience, don't you go get no guy from college. Skip, I, 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 
I, I don't know what Skip. I, it's, it's it's frustrating. Mm. It's frustrating that EB is not even. Skip, I ain't even heard it. Did, did, uh, he got he got in, uh, he got interviewed for offensive coordinator job. Mm-hmm. Hell, that's a lateral move. Mm-hmm. I might as well stay there and work with Patrick Mahomes. That's what I'm gonna do. Cause I'm leaving if I'm getting a head job. And it says, I hope if he leaves, he gets to run the show. Well, the only way you can run, <laughs> run the show the is the head coach. Yeah. You can't run the coach head the, the show as an offensive coordinator. Unless you're you're with Belichick where he does all the defense. I'm talking right. about the early days, Charlie Wise, Josh McDaniels, Bill O'Brien. Right. That they pretty much well, because Brady sort of ran the offense, but but they got to do their side of the ball. Right. Well, that's not what's going on here. Right. Looking at this headline. Andy Reid's master game plan won the Chiefs the Super Bowl and secured his legacy. Well, how many of these have you read? All of them. Okay. <laughs> oh, Andy schemed a great game plan. Andy, Andy, Andy. And Andy might have, but it, so he, so, so EB didn't play any role. Now, if that had been somebody else, you know, <clears throat> kind of, you know, resemble you, Skip, <laughs> he'd have got some credit. That's true. I agree. But EB that. ain't going to get no credit. <sighs> and yet, with Andy Reid, he is a dominant force on offense yes. with his team. It's what he does. It's what he lives for. It's why he's still going strong at 64. It's why he's going to come back again. You know, silly me, I thought maybe they were positioning EB to succeed Andy in Kansas City. Right. I thought they were whispering in his ear, yeah. just hang on. One more man, time. Andy going nowhere for the Right? Andy, Andy going to try to maximize, hey, man, I got hey. Patrick Mahomes for at least another 10 years in his prime. Yeah. I'm going to get me six or seven of these. Yeah, he did a pregame interview, a great interview with our man Jimmy Johnson on yeah. Fox. On, it was on the pregame show. And he said, yeah, I got, there's that blue chair at the end of the dock, and it's, it's calling me, but I, I'm not sure if I want to go sit in it. Just exactly. Yet. But, but at some point, Jimmy said, you should come and fish with me. Listen, you've got Patrick Mahomes entering his prime right. on, on a very team-friendly contract. Yes. So what's the problem? What, what's, what's not to love about this? You're, yeah. you're in the proverbial catbird seat, yeah, man. You remember Dick Vermeil did the same thing? Yeah. Won the Super Bowl and prematurely retired. Yeah. And then, what, two years later, he was back in Kansas City. But, but he was high burnout. He was yeah, sleeping yeah. in his office. And he's pretty hang loose with it. Yeah. And, and, like and he, he said, hey, two double cheeseburgers yeah. with ketchup and some fries. And he's good to go. But, he but, is. but he's even keel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Andy, 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 Andy's not like this. He, Andy he, lays out, okay, this is what I'm expecting, guys. Right. You, you don't see him bursting any blood veins in his nah, neck on the nah, sideline. Nah, he, nah. he doesn't get all that worked no, up, right? And does. I don't think he gets worked up at practice. No. I, I used to think when he was the coach of the Eagles that he was too soft. Right. I used to think that he ran a country club for <laughs> players. Well, you can get away with running a country club. If you got that guy at quarterback. Exactly. Okay. Oh, another guy, Skip, the guy in Miami. Did he call plays in San Francisco on the couch right there? McDaniel? Heck, oh, what are you, are you serious? I mean. He got a job in Miami. No, under Kyle and Mike? No. Thank you. No. <laughs> Thank you. I, I have no idea. But, but he was biracial, so that, I guess it helped a little bit. What? Right? Well, EB biracial. Okay. Well, black I, and more black. I, I know. Oh, that's true. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So here's what also crushed Eric Bieniemy. We talked about it when we were in Phoenix. Yeah. We talked about it on Sunday morning. Mm-hmm. Travis Kelsey blurts out when he's asked, how do you get so open? Andy Reid, baby. It's big red. Right. It, it's, it's a crushing blow for Eric Bieniemy yeah. because that is, that, that's the, the standard thought throughout this league. Yeah, Everybody believes it's big red, yeah. baby. Mm-hmm. 
start to finish. Mm-hmm. And I don't think anybody believes that Eric Bieniemy calls any plays. Right. I don't know how they do it. It looks like Eric's calling plays right. to me, and he's on the headset. Right. Is he suggesting? You know, they say, they say, well, all he's doing is repeating eBay, blah, 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 blah. And then EB. That's why I'm skipping. I'm just telling you what they're saying. Okay. That's what they believe is going on. They believe e- uh, 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 Andy is relaying what he wants call to EB, and EB is relaying it into Patrick Mahomes' headset, yeah. that, to his helmet. That, I believe that's what everybody else believes, even though I've just named like eight, nine guys that never call plays. And, 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 hey, Zach Taylor has done an unbelievable job in Cincinnati. Matt LaFleur has been unbelievable in Green Bay. Yeah. Stefanski with the Browns. Yeah. Nick Sirianni, skip, he got to the Super Bowl. Dan, K- I mean, I mean, nine and eight. Hey, I know a guy that got fired with having a record like that. He was nine mm-hmm. and seven and got fired. Jim yep. Caldwell. Yep. But, you know, hey, that's nothing here. Kevin mm-hmm. O'Connell. Mm-hmm. He wasn't calling plays? No. Okay. Now, bigger picture. I mentioned this to you before. I'm going to drive it home again. My biggest pet peeve is that this whole hiring process in the the league that you played in Mm -hmm. is completely flawed because there's no no system whereby you can train to be a head coach because you're just – when these owners hire one of these assistants, even though they're a coordinator – play call or not call, right. you, you have no idea. Can they really run the football right. team? Right. I don't know. Skip, I was talking to Tony Dungeon. I, know, I don't know yeah. if you saw him there. He was, he was at the green. I think it was Friday. Was it Friday? I think he was there Friday with yeah. us. He was in the green room because he's going to be doing something for Fox Sports. And I was talking to him, and he was telling me how when Denny Green hired him, he said, you're going to be a head coach. He says, I'm going to have you in all personnel meetings. I'm going to have you in okay. everything Good. a head coach does. I want to have you there. Because I'm preparing you for what it's going to be like as a head coach because you're going to be next in line. That's rare. Rick, he said Skip, He said that when he was in Tampa, they're in the same division, he would call Denny. Denny, when we did, how do we do this, Denny? And Denny would tell him. Well, because he, 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 he wants to, to help. He, he wants to, to open more doors because the more he helps him, the more doors are that's, open. That's how you, that's how, All that's right. how, that's what Denny Green did okay, for I Coach Dungeon. I believe Coach Dungeon played it to Coach Caldwell, Mike, all the other guys that okay. were on his staff. He All loved right. it. Okay, so I've been doing this for so long. I've known so many assistant coaches, been very close to yeah. many, many. And I would think there's no way they could be a head coach. So I'll throw out one name for you. Got great guy, Dave Campo. He was the DB coach yeah. for the Dallas Cowboys yeah. under oh, Jimmy, and they were really good. He was really good at what he right. did. A, a fine man. You, you would love sitting mm-hmm. and talking with him. But I'm thinking, he can't be a head coach. He's just not cut out for it. Right. Well, Jerry thought he was because <laughs> Jerry wanted a puppet. Yeah. So he fit what Jerry wanted because he's a great guy. Yes. He's fun to be around. Uh, is he really a commander in chief right. of your your whole football? Not right. not really. Hey, if, there you go. If I'm EBIA, if yeah. I can't be a head coach somewhere, yeah. I ain't going. I'm gonna stay right there with Patrick Mahomes. Make me some good money right here, be in the playoffs, get that little playoff money. But I'm not just going somewhere because uh, I see how the process works, and it's not in it's not in our favor. No. Well, as Mike Freeman wrote in, in his story today, you know that it's it's just hard to figure. Because it, it's he—he he is the one name where, where you look at it and it makes no sense. Exactly, he's the one guy in the history of this league where that makes no sense. Name another skip. Name yeah. another office, a top-level office of assistant that's had the level of success at a team. When Green Bay, Green, every year Green Bay assistants from Mary Uchi to John, everybody was leaving. They were. 
had this level of success and not and they don't get a head, they don't get a head job somewhere. The league has decided very quietly it's all about Big Red. Mm-hmm. That's what they're doing. Mm-hmm. That's why I, I wouldn't mind if he went to Baltimore. Now I don't know if Lamar is going to be right. in Baltimore. It was, it was about it was it was about Big Red until they had hired Matt Nagy. Yeah, it's always about somebody when 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 people of color yeah, come true. up for the no, job. But it wasn't about when Matt Nagy. It wasn't about him when he hired uh, 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 Doug Peterson. It wasn't when Brad Childress got a Minnesota job. Yeah. What about none of that? Then, then I heard he didn't interview that great, and I watched him at the Super Bowl do his press conference. Yes. Boy, he, was, he, he was captivating to me. Nah, he didn't interview. I don't know. But, Skip, when I don't want you to get no job, I can tell you what you did. You didn't interview. You didn't come in here. Your, collar, your shirt wasn't ironed. Yeah. You didn't have a crease in your pants. Skip, I'll find something. I'll find something. Yeah. You was 20 seconds late. True. Guys, we'll have to keep eyes on this Baltimore situation. Sports Illustrated now reporting that the Ravens have put in the official request to interview him, but for their offensive coordinator position in hopes of keeping Lamar. I'm staying right here. I ain't going. Time will tell. We'll find out, won't we? All right, guys. Next up for us here on Undisputed, is there more demand for Russell Westbrook than we might have thought? Hmm. (laughs) Let's unpack that one on the other side of this break. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. As we celebrate Black History Month, I'd like to highlight Eddie Robinson. Robinson coached for 57 years at Grambling State University, a historically black college in Louisiana. When he retired in 1997, he had 408 career victories. It was the all-time record, but now ranks number three. Robinson was much more than a football coach, though. He was a mentor and a leader. When he first started coaching at Grambling in 1941, he not only taught offense and defense, but he cut the grass, taped the players' ankles, made sandwiches for them, and even wrote stories for the local newspapers about his team. More importantly, Robinson focused on education, and one of his greatest achievements was that 80% of his players graduated with a bachelor's degree. More than 200 of Robinson's players went on to play professionally in the NFL, the AFL, or the Canadian Football League. Hall of Famers like Willie Davis, Buck Buchanan, and Charlie Joyner, and James Harris, the first black quarterback to start a season opener in the pros. And Doug Williams, the first black quarterback to win a Super Bowl. So when you think of the greatest coaches in college football history, don't forget about Eddie Robinson. He deserves to be on that list right near the top. He does. Thanks, Chris. All right. Most people expecting the Jazz to buy out Russell Westbrook. And, ooh, there may be some options for the point guard. Paul George saying Westbrook could, quote, come in and mesh with the Clippers. Chris Haynes reporting Bulls head coach Billy Donovan has already made a recruiting pitch to Westbrook. Shannon, how much do you think Russ could help a team? Well, this is what you have to understand, Skip. Russ can do some good things. He did some very good things for the Lakers. But he's going to turn the ball over. He's going to make you scratch your head like, Russ, how you miss that? 
and so the question is for Russ. This is what Russ has to ask himself because he's not going to be the lead dog again. Skip, it's like the Iditarod. I don't know if you know anything about the Iditarod. I do. But the lead dog, once he doesn't lead, they put him up. He can't do anything but lead. He has to be out front. Russ, are you willing to accept the role, and it seems like you are, to go for a contender, win a title, because you can change the narrative about yourself because he's a selfish player. Uh, he, you can't win. Mm. I believe you can win with him in a small role. Not a role where he's the lead, because I don't believe he'll be that again. Yeah. Or do you go play for Billy Donovan? a guy that you had your most success, where you really became the Russ that everybody knows and yep. loves. You averaged those triple-doubles. You won the MVP the year Kevin Durant left. Yep. So that's the question that Russ has to ask himself. Do I want to go to the Clippers, that I believe they have a chance to contend for a title, yep. or do I go to Chicago, play with DeRozan, play with Zach Levine, and he will allow me to play the style of ball that I'm used to playing? Yep. Those, are the, those are the only two choices. Now, it don't usually take this long to buy out. Now, maybe they're asking, okay, Russ, what are you willing to take on the buyout? Can we give you 80 cents on the dollar, 85 cents on the dollar, 90 cents on the dollar? He wants a dollar on a dollar. Uh, well, Russ, yeah. I mean, you may, you might have to stay here and sit on the bench. Mm-hmm. I mean, get your stay. Or, or sit on the couch. And, and stay, yeah, mm-hmm. or stay in your hotel room in yeah. Utah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that, might be, that might be your only choice, Skip. And so I think, I think Russ, I agree with you, I think Russ wants his full $47 million. Uh, but at the end of the day, I think he could, the Clippers – he can push tempo, Skip. He really can. Um, just accept the fact he's going to turn the ball over. Just accept, as long as you accept that fact. And, Skip, that's why I was so at peace with Russ coming off the bench because I was already resigned to the fact I know he's going to give me four a game. So I just four turnovers. Four turnovers a game. I just hope they don't come at the most inopportune of times in the fourth quarter. Yeah. Other than that, Skip, I thought he did a great job. He swallowed his pride. He did come off the bench, and he played well. I think it's, two cho- it's a two-team choice, Clippers or the Bulls. What does he want? A chance to compete for a title or go somewhere he can play like himself? All your points are valid. They're strong. They're correct. I'm sorry. He's just more <laughs> trouble than he's worth. I knew you could. I, I don't see it. I, I wouldn't want him on my team. I don't care whether I'm three games under 500 like the Bulls or I think I got a shot like the Clippers to win it all. He's still first in the NBA in turnovers per 36 minutes. He has fallen now to 149th of 150 qualified three-point shooters. He's 29.6%. The rookie Bancaro has fallen all the way to 28.4, so he's now 150th. But think about this. You have the highest turnover rate coupled, unfortunately, with one of the worst, almost the worst three-point shooters. It's just double jeopardy. And he has the worst pair of hands of any point guard I've ever seen, high school, college, or pro. Yeah, I can't fight you on that one. Yeah. And the problem with the turnovers are, as you can attest better than anyone, they're so psychologically damaging because they're so bad. They demoralize. They they rock you to your basketball soul where you say, what What are you doing? Mm -hmm. What was that? LeBron James, I, I got to believe he's, he's a much happier camper without Russ, even though he would honor and respect much of Russ's yeah. game because yeah. the tenacity, the, 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 the desire, he is the, a former MVP. the fight, 
Yeah, he's a former MVP, All so you MVP. honor yeah. that. Yeah. And, and he did, as we speak right now, for the Lakers this year, he's averaging 16 points, six rebounds, and eight assists. Well, if I told you that in a vacuum, you'd say, give me some of that, right. man. Oh, he's coming off the bench? Would you like this coming off your bench yeah. in Chicago or the Clippers? Yeah, I'd absolutely. Say, sure, I'll take that until you know what the whole package entails. Right. The other problem with Russ is, at heart, he's a solo act of a stat machine. He, he is fixated. He's, he's obsessed and possessed with, with stats, with, with trying to get to triple-double. And it benefits you on the offensive end because he will fight for rebounds like no six-foot-three-inch guard ever has right. fought for rebounds. He will generate breaks like, like really nobody in the league still can because right. he, he's a force of oh, nature. Oh, he could absolutely push the pace. Ooh, he's unbelievable. Will he not attack the rim? Like, yes. Like nobody will attack the rim. And yet we're talking about age 34 in his 15th season. And even you said, I'm seeing some waning athleticism. Yeah, of course. He's not quite what he was. No. And as soon as he goes to the bench, he's got the big bags on and the ice yeah, bags he, on. I, I just don't know. I get Billy Donovan, but he's also looking back. He, he's flashing back in time to, oh. I he's reminiscing, to, huh? Remember when? <laughs> remember when he was yeah. triple-double machine yeah. for me? Yeah. And you won what with him? Nothing. Because you, you, it's hard to win with him. Yeah. He's a great gate attraction. He, he's, a, he's marquee. He's fun to watch. He, he became must-see TV for me, often for all the wrong reasons. Well, he was the only thing to watch in OKC. Once Kevin yeah. Durant left, you weren't tuning into OKC, but you wanted to see, like, once he got on that, uh, that, that, that pace, can he do it? Skip, can he average a triple-double for the season? I mean, nobody's done it since Oscar Robinson, and many people didn't think it would ever be done. I never thought I'd see it. And then he did four out of five? Right. I mean, Russ, I mean, because it's happened so frequently, we don't give the triple-double nearly the respect that we normally would. Yep. So Paul George says, I just think we in particular, we, we, we got enough shooting to surround Russ where Russ can be Russ. And, you know, I think the floor will open for him, spacing will be there for him. I'm a big believer and fan of what, what Russ's work is, like how hard he yeah. the work he Skip. puts in. You remember the guy? I remember there's a guy on that team that's the lead dog that Russ reached out to to talk about linking up, and the phone call didn't come back. Okay, I get what Paul George is saying. And Paul George played with Russ, and Paul George had his best year That's statistically. That was the next quote. I had my best season with Russ, okay? What you, everything got to be run by Kawhi. Because the reason why Paul George is there and Shea Gilgis Alexander isn't is because Kawhi wanted Paul George, and he didn't want to play with a young Shea Gilgis. Fact. So what is what – is, uh, whomever's in charge, Lawrence Frank, uh, uh, um, Jerry West, mm-hmm. uh, Ty Lue, yep. you sit Kawhi down, Kawhi, what you think? Because at the end of the day, it's what Kawhi and Uncle Dennis think. I think Kawhi would utter one word because he's a man of few. No. I think Kawhi just going to get up so, and walk out. Maybe. He might not say anything. Not. Because when they told him, oh, when they told him uh, uh, KD was going to the Suns, he, he uttered that one word, oh. That, really? KD to the, to the Suns? Oh, what they got to do? He's like, what they got to do with us? He ain't coming here? <laughs> so so that, that's who you, you got to convince on that. So as soon as I read these quotes from Paul George, my first reaction was, what are you thinking? And Marcus Morris backed him up, second in the emotion. Yeah, because they, they honor what he was because he's an MVP yeah. and he plays hard. So you got those two things going and they say, we, we want some of that. 
We don't have a traditional point guard. Maybe he can help fill the void a little bit. Yeah, I thought. So, but see, you tried to tell me trade John Wall for uh, 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 for for, uh, for Russ. Now Russ, they don't. He got bought out by Houston. He goes to the Clippers, and they trade him back to back Houston. Back to Houston, okay. So they go get the kid Bones Highland from Denver. I like him. Fall, so he do fall, I. He's falling out. Okay, but he said in his welcome to L.A. press conference the other day, I'm happy to be able to showcase my point guard skills. And I'm like, really? Because I look at his VCU stats. So he yeah. played two years at VCU, Vir- right. Virginia Commonwealth. Commonwealth. He averaged two assists a game. And I'm thinking, what point guard yeah, skills? I, but, but I'm trying to figure out, he's talking about what well, he needed more. Okay, so you're going to play in front of Jamal Murray? Well, your point guard is yoke. You run the offense through him. No doubt. So uh, you want me to take the ball out of his hand, a guy that's averaging 10 assists a game, to let you have it? Are you going to D up like uh, KCP? So I'm just trying to figure out where he thought the minutes or that the minutes that he deserved or he wanted, well, where he, was it going to come from? He fell completely out of the rotation into Mike Malone's doghouse. Right. Bruce which Brown. Is why he's a clipper. Bruce yep. Brown is going to lock it down on D. He's yep. a 3 and D guy. Agreed. KCP, 3 and D guy. So they got enough shooters. Okay. They got Murray. They got, they got other guys to shoot. I think Jerry West sees in Bones Highland a little bit of Shea Gilgis where he's one of those diamonds in the rough where if you just let him – I think he's more of a two-guard. Just yes. let him play yes. basketball. I mean, Shea had, what, 34 against the Lakers, and then he followed that up with 44 against somebody. Jesus. He legit. Uh, who is he? I, I, I guarantee you the Clippers are looking like – uh, yeah, Paul George is nice, but this kid right here, and what, is he 24 mm-hmm. if he's that? Well, I know. They gave up a lot. <laughs> you they, gave up a lot. Yeah, you you they, gave up this kid and a lot of draft the conference. Clippers window is closing, closing. down. Yes, it's, yes. It's got a little crack left before it closes, maybe this year. But, I, man, I just, like I said, Skip, I just, I, now, now I got, they kind of got me feeling bad for Russ. Mm. Oh, wow. You didn't feel bad for him when he was committing turnovers. Oh, hell no. no. Russell Westbrook watch continues here on Undisputed, gentlemen. All right. Let's talk a little bit about the upcoming NFL draft. Do you guys think there's another Patrick Mahomes <laughs> waiting in the wings somewhere? There are a bunch of teams that want to know your opinion on that. Undisputed continues in just a moment. This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatech compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. Super Bowl is behind us, and now the NFL draft just over two months away. Alabama QB Bryce Young. Ooh, he's getting some high praise from Rick Spielman. The former Vikings GM says, quote, I think he has a lot of Patrick Mahomes style to him. By that, I mean he is one of the best off-schedule throwers that I've seen coming out of the collegiate game. Rick Spielman knows his stuff. Shannon, do you see the comparison here, though? Hell, Skip, I didn't know I didn't know Patrick Mahomes was going to be Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> so I, I, how you want me to tell you that Bryce Young? Yep. But I will tell you, Skip, this young man competed at a very high level. I mean, the throws that he made, the throw that he made against Texas, uh, who's that, Auburn, mm-hmm. when they were down, yep. and it was I it agree. was fourth down, Skip, that throw. Unbelievable. You watch the throws that he made against Georgia in the SEC championship mm-hmm. game. 
the throws that he made his last college game against Kansas State, mm -hmm. his accuracy is spot on. Now, he's a little smaller. He's a lot, I ain't gonna say a little, he's a lot smaller than Patrick Mahomes. Probably, I'm gonna say two to three inches and probably 40 pounds. Two to three inches shorter, 40 pounds lighter than Patrick Mahomes. He does have great, Skip, he can run the ball. I mean, he's great, you know, once he gets out of the pocket, he can run the ball. He's not looking to run. He keeps, he does a great job of keeping his eyes downfield. That's because he's been coached by guys that coached in the pros. Bill O'Brien coached in the pros. Yep. Steve Sar uh, Sarkeesian, mm -hmm. even though, Skip, he was not the starter, he did get that tutelage. He did. The off-script off throws. Mm -hmm. I did see some of that. But the thing that's, that makes Pat so you, Patrick so unique, Skip, yep. his, his off-platform throws in which not just where he gets outside of the pocket, Skip, yep. the way he can change arm angles and arm slots to get over the top or through or the no look, Coach Saban wouldn't go in there. <laughs> you ain't doing that on Coach Saban watch. You go play. You, he going to let you showcase what you can do. But Andy not only allowed it, he embraced Patrick Mahomes' unique skill set. He'll let him do this. Skip, he'll let him throw the ball underhand. We saw this 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 uh, training camp skip. He's actually throwing the ball behind his back. Yeah, he was. what he's other like practicing? <laughs> what yeah. other coach other than Andy Reid would allow a coach to do that? So, I mean, you hear something like Joe Burrow. I mean, skip. I mean, seventy nine touchdowns and twelve interceptions. The kid is special. But I'm just gonna hold off of because you're going to the skip. You're going up here. Mm -hmm. You're going to the highest level. I believe you can give this young man some praise without a little with some of the hyperbole that you're adding to it. I think he should be the first quarterback off the board based on what I've seen. Mm. C.J. Stroud, hey, what about your boy? Yeah. Uh, Will Levis, uh, the guy from, I think he's from Kentucky. I think he's been rising up. The, I'm just trying to figure out how guys rise up the draft board and they ain't play no more football. Yeah. Ain't nobody played football in, what, three months, Kip? And somehow, oh, he's rising up. The, how? What'd he do? Bryce Young is special. I believe he's gonna be special. But Skip, I ain't really. I, I'm not willing to go to Patrick Mahomes just yet. Nor am I. As Jim pointed out, I respect the heck out of Rick Spielman. Yes. he's been doing this for a long, long, time. long time. But he lost me on this one because <laughs> I, I never even remotely thought about Bryce Young and Patrick Mahomes. Uh uh. I'll see your 40 pounds and I'll spot you 10 more because I think he's about 50 pounds lighter. You I might, think he's about 190, and I think Patrick's 240. Well, they listed him at 6'4", 194. So you think Patrick Mahomes, what, 240? Six, six, six foot, 194. Six foot, 194. Okay, so I was doing 190 ish. Okay. It looks like he weighs one. Oh, so that'd be 50 pounds. You're okay. right. It, it's, it's a wiry, strong yeah. 190. Yeah. But he is a small man with a huge whip of an arm. He does. A deadly, does have that. deadly whip of an arm. Deadly accurate, big-time clutch, like as clutch as they come. I saw him make so many big-time throws on third or fourth down where I said, that's unbelievable. Let me ask you a question. With his frame and knowing the way you know bodies, how much weight do you think he can put on that frame, that six-foot frame? How much weight do you think he can carry comfortably? 15 more pounds? Maybe 10. I don't know. It's, it's, <laughs> it's just like at some point it's diminishing returns. Yeah, yeah. But I don't know if at six feet. It's hard, man. It's hard. It's been hard on Baker Mayfield. It's been hard Kyler. on Drew Brees, for that matter. Kyler. And, and obviously Kyler's even. And Russell Wilson. And Russell Wilson. But, that, but Drew Brees made it in bold for the little quarterback, Skip. He, he did.
he was very fortunate to link up with Sean Payton. Mm-hmm. That's why I think Russell Wilson has a chance with Sean Payton maybe to resurrect, so. just, just to redirect his career, to, just to like a whole new way of looking at the, at the tape and, and, and the, the football field. That's what Russell needs to, to rejuvenate at this stage right. and age. But special is that. Yeah, that man. Number yeah, nine. yeah, yeah. Because yeah. The, the ball comes out with such juice on it, it's coming from a, a small frame, but it's it's a strong frame. Yeah, yeah. So he doesn't like like let's do Baker Mayfield. Baker doesn't play strong. He's not. And and Baker, I I said a couple times during the year, he he's he's fat. He he just needs to lose about ten pounds because he he's carrying like two thirty at six feet tall. Right. And he gets waddly after a while. Right. He, he, he doesn't move very well. Because right. in college, Baker could move. Yes. And, and he does because I think he thought he needed the extra padding, the extra protection, armor. Yeah. And maybe he'll figure that out too, or maybe he'll decide that. But listen, that kid is going to be a star at the next level. That's why right now the Chicago Bears have a huge choice <laughs> to make. Well, they just do because they're sitting there with the first pick. And Justin Fields is really good, but he can't throw like that kid no, can. He I, just I, can't. I would keep Justin Fields, and I know Houston Texans. Houston, go on and give me some of them draft picks. What y'all got from Cleveland? Send them on over here to your boy. Because guess what? I can get to play skip. I, ooh, I can build me a nice team now. I can, hey, I like Jalen Carter. I trade the Houston Texans. Jalen Carter going to be sitting right there. And I'm going to get the Cleveland pick from y'all. And I'm going to get another first-round pick. And plus, I got... Skip, I can be on yeah. a nice team. I ain't, I, I'm sorry, Skip. I'm not getting rid of. I'm not getting rid of Justin Fields mm. because the thing is, as small as he is with that offensive line, you gonna need somebody to get away. You're right. No, but long term, ten years from now, are you willing to risk that he's not Hall of Fame bound? Are you willing to risk it? And Justin Fields wound up being just a pretty good player. Well, if I'm Justin Fields, I, I'm gonna find out where uh, uh, Jalen Hurts went. Mm-hmm. To learn to throw the football on timing and on rhythm and throw the football with accuracy. That's what I'm doing. I'm getting on the phone. Hey, hey Hurts. What's up, bro? Hey, man, this is uh, Justin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, what's, what you need, man? Yep. Who you who You, you know what? To? That's a good comparison. That's what, he's, That's what I'm doing. He, he's got the skill set yes! to do it. He's a better runner than Jalen Hurts, Skip. He's a better that, runner. I, no, I, not, I, listen, I didn't see this in Ohio State. Heck no. I didn't know he could do this. Yeah. I knew he could throw the ball. But, Skip, this guy got wheels. I mean, he got acceleration. Now he just needs – and what did Jalen do? Jalen can still run, but he can throw. So now he's a true dual threat. True. He can throw from the pocket. He can throw outside of the pocket. I thought the Chiefs did a great job of forcing him away from his dominant hand. If you know Skip, when they, they forced did. him out, they forced him to his left. They did. Good point. But if I'm, if hey. I, if I'm Justin Fields, Skip, I'm a hey, Tom House, Eddie Tom House, house. You, you gotta, whoever house. You need to take that road to L.A. Yes. You, you need to come see Tom House or, or however you want to do it. You, It's a tweak. It's just a tweak of your mechanics. And if you're willing to commit to work on it like Jalen did, right. listen, I, I had like a sliver in the back of my mind of doubt about Jalen. Yeah. Can he do it at the highest level right. in this game on Sunday night? He answered all the questions. This year he answered all the questions. Yeah. He answered. Any questions you might have had about yep. Jalen Hurts, if you watched that game, Super Bowl game, 
I think he answered every question you might have had. If you had questions coming into this season, if you look at the season in its totality, yeah. I think he answered a lot of those questions. Right. And he's only going to get better because the one thing I feel very certain about him is that he's going to put the time in. He Not will. only on his mechanics on the field, Agreed. he's going to get back in the film room. Yeah. Justin Fields needs to get in the film room. You can't keep taking those blind shots, bro. You better hey, You better know what, what, what a prote- where, where you're protected and where you're vulnerable. Yeah. Jalen Hurts is more of a glider when he gets yeah. downfield. He just glides into yeah. his run, but he doesn't have the top end that Justin Fields does because Justin Fields got Eric Dickerson. Yeah, he in. got acceleration skip. I Ooh. mean, he he's getting out on. The, they wanted the quarterback draw, and he's getting getting a step on a guy. And next thing you know, he's, he's in the end zone. He's gone. The, this kid can move. He Jordan. can. He really can. Moves. He can. Ooh. He can. They did a great job of that in the SEC championship game against Georgia. Mm-hmm. It was his legs that got him out of yeah. harm's way. And, and last quick thought. C.J. Stroud really impressed. I wasn't sold, but when he against uh, Georgia, Georgia yeah. that was a big-time game. That was. Yeah. I mean, uh, Matt Miller compared him to Joe Burrow, said he most reminds me uh, of the pocket, poise, vision, ability, the sixth sense that reminds me of Joe Burrow if he was four inches taller. Mm. There you go. You're still talking about yeah, Bryce, I'm talking Bryce Young. Not, he, not C.J. No, he's saying yeah. that Bryce Young reminds him he, of Joe Burrow with his poise, with his vision. But Wait, His arm is stronger than Joe Burrow. I agree. It is. I agree. He got a nice arm for for a guy his size. You know what? You look at Mike Vick. Mike Vick is a small six foot tall. Yeah, but Mike's My, boy. If Mike could unload it, Skip. Could he? <laughs> oh. No, no, he had one of those pass punt and kick arms yeah. where you could win the competition. And it just the ball jumps out of his hand. Yeah. There are certain guys the ball jumps out of their hand. Yeah. No, he had seventy yards in the air. Oh, ball. absolutely. Yeah. 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 Those are some pretty high compliments for the young Bryce Young. My yes. goodness. NFL draft unfolding April 27th through the 29th in Kansas City. It's going to be a non-stop How did that happen, Skip? You see what it is? <laughs> Big red. The, the draft is in Kansas City. First game of the regular season in Kansas City. Yep. All right, guys. Let's talk a little bit about my Pelicans when we come back. Zion right. Williamson, is he always going to be an injury risk for New Orleans? We'll talk about that on the other side. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. According to the Pelicans Executive Vice President of Basketball Operations, David Griffin, Zion Williamson has had a setback while rehabbing his hamstring injury. This happened last week. He got the news last week at home before the Pels' recent road trip. Zion now set to miss multiple weeks after the upcoming All-Star break. That also, according to Griffin. Z has only played in half of the Pelicans' games this season. Certainly not what he's planning on. Shannon, on a scale of 1 to 10, how much can the Pelicans trust Zion's health moving forward? What's a lower number than zero? <laughs> Skip, it is what it is. Mm. I, mean, I, Skip, I, I mean, I can't come out here and say, oh, th- this is just a – Skip, he got hurt in college. And I understand it was a freaking accident, incident. But every injury that he's had has been free. 
He jumps up, he lands, he limps off, he tears a meniscus, or he hurts his knee, yep. or he got a foot injury, or is his hamstring. Mm-hmm. Skip, I mean, you talking about he missed half the game this season. Hell, he missed half the game of his career. Mm. So what am I supposed to believe? Am I supposed to believe what I, what I think is going to happen or what I see happen to the kid every single year? Mm. He missed it basically his first year. He plays, what, 60 games his second year. Yep. Then he damn near misses all of his third. Skip, it is what it is. They should have zero confidence that Zion Williamson will be healthy at any point in time in his career. It seems to be a reoccurring theme. At some point in time, during the season, Skip, he's going to miss time. And I'm not talking about load management time. I'm talking about significant time. Because a man his size shouldn't be able to move and jump like it does. It just doesn't make sense. An 18-wheeler shouldn't be able to handle like a Formula One car. Mm -hmm. If it does... Things are going to happen. He's a Formula One car in an 18-wheeler's body. Mm-hmm. All that starting and stopping is a lot on a man that size. So, Skip, it is what it is. Mm. I wish the kid could stay healthy, but I told you when we talked about it, I said, Skip, my concerns is his health. Can he be on the court for significant periods of time? And the answer to that question, since he's been in the NBA is no. Yep. I, I, I hate it for the kid. I want to see him play because when he plays, boy, he held on the court. But Skip, I haven't seen a whole lot of that. It is what it is. Just for the record, when he does play, he is truly unstoppable. Yes. He is a human wrecking ball. Yes. The likes of which I've never seen before. He's a, a more athletic Charles Barkley. He is. Do, you Do I? <laughs> All right, scale of 1 to 10. Going forward, I'm going to still give him a 5. You're less than 0. How? Based on what, Skip? Based on the current injury, which is not career-threatening. When you tell me knees and backs, I got big cause to pause. But when you tell me hamstring, I can live with it. When I've watched him this year, his weight is down some. He has tried. He has recommitted to his diet, his nutrition, his exercise, his cardio. He, he looks, I don't know, 10, 15 pounds lighter than he used to be. Okay. It's a start. I think he's starting to understand what's to, what has to happen if he wants to, to actually play basketball going forward. Skip, the man has missed okay. 141 I, I games it. over three All seasons, right. and you are the five. If you told me. It was a knee injury. I'd say, I don't know. I'm about out on him. But it, it, it's, it's not only a hamstring, but this is weird because it seemed like it was almost healed and he's playing three on three. This is the last week at home. And th- this, if, if you're going to miss multiple more weeks with Thank it, you. That, then it got torn. Skip, but think about it. He's already missed 28 games because no, of the hamstring. No, I, I don't get it. Wouldn't you say this is, this is not a strain? This is a tear yeah. of your hamstring. Exactly. Okay. And, and think about, so, uh, uh, Tyron Smith. Skip, he missed damn near the whole season with a torn quad, right? Yeah. Okay. Hell, Zion damn near biggest Tyron Smith. Those things take time to heal. And, and Zion is young. So, I, I was surprised Tyron Smith could come back at all, at but all. he did. So, in 28 games, so what's that? That's two months. Yeah. So, at, 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 at conservative, he's going to miss three months of a seven-month NBA season, Skip. And he's already been, in three years, 
He's averaging missing over 50 games a year. And you're telling me you out of five? Mm -hmm. Based yeah. on what? Out of five based on the injury again. Yeah, but, but again, that, you know and I know hamstrings do heal. They do. but And once they heal, they can heal for good. Skip, here's the thing. It's not like he got ran into. Mm -hmm. Every injury he's had has been freak. When he blew out his shoe in Duke, that was a freak injury. Everything is freaky, but it's causing him to miss a significant amount of time. Okay, I think you're describing somebody who's just fragile. They're just injury prone, as they say. Yes. Like the label is already uh, always going to be injury prone, right? Is that what you're telling yes. me? Yes. Some guys are just born unlucky when it comes yes. to your body. It just breaks. It tears. I, mean, I can only go by what I see. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I mean. <sighs> I still think he's. A good kid at heart. Yes. I think he wants to do the right thing. I think he didn't know what the right thing was to start with. Right. I don't like the binge eating because he was just binging. And, and when, once you're not playing basketball, most kids need basketball to stay in shape. Well, well when you're a big, Skip, when you're a big, when you're a big guy, and we see this a lot of times with athletes, okay, when you retire, if you don't keep the same workout habits, but you keep the same eating habits, what's going to happen? That's why you see wide receivers and DB sometimes look like old linemen and D linemen do. when they're done. I, I saw a couple of the Super Bowls. Yes. I was like, seriously? So, so, so if, if he's not working, if he's not playing basketball, yeah. but he's still eating, and it's hard for young guys to come into the league, Skip, normally they eat McDonald's and they're eating Chick-fil-A and all that stuff, and there's not anything wrong with that in moderation. He's a pizza lover. Okay, pizza. Yeah. Skip, the man's in New Orleans. Yeah. What would the, Skip, what the hell is New Orleans known for? Lead us not into temptation. <laughs> so right? you, you, you put the man, you put the man on Temptation Island. You are. Oh, so, I got so it. So that's that's it's what hard for, for a kid. Like you'll sit on an exercise bike, a stationary yes, bike, yeah. and you'll crank away for an hour. Yeah. I'll definitely sit on a bike and crank away for an hour. I'll I'll trap myself a on a bike, roll machine. I'll, yes. I'll, I'll do it. Yes. He has a hard time. Yeah. Most kids do because it's hard. It is as boring as it gets. I think the big, the thing that helps me, Skip, I'm one of the few people I eat for survival, not mm -hmm. enjoyment. Yeah. So I don't put a whole lot. I don't put season. I don't put this and I don't put that on my. When I go, I, and, and, and that's what John used to ask me. Johnny always used to ask me. He said, T, how do you do mm -hmm. this? I said, the difference between you, me, and everybody else, y'all yep. eat for enjoyment. Yep. You love food. You like I eat for survival. Get Sometimes me. you eat for enjoyment. I mean, well, yeah, yeah, get a couple of, when Jerry bought me that king cake, I, know. I mean, I was supposed to have to get beignets, too. I, I waited two months to get my beignets like Zion waited to play. Yep. I see why she covered the Pelicans now. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's the package deal. You didn't eat the whole king cake by yourself. I didn't. Did you? I didn't. No? I didn't. Okay. Uh, <laughs> but, Skip, Skip I, just can't, I just don't know how you would get to be at a five based on what you see. Okay. All right. I'm, I'm trying to hang on to the <laughs> glimmer of hope that if you told me he had wrecked his knee, then he'll never be the same because he weighs too much and you're going to come down on that knee again and again. Right. If you told me he had a back injury that was career-threatening, right. it's hard to come through that because you're just going to keep banging down. What's he, does he weigh 300? I Close. Yeah. But, Skip, if you look at, weight, if you look at the way he walks, yeah. he kind of like, he he like side he to does. side. He so, does. in other words, so structurally, that is a lot of weight on somebody that's biometrically, bi biomechanical, yeah. however you, the term you use, yeah. because, Skip, that's a lot of weight. He's kind of not need. That's a lot of weight up and down, running up and down. And like I said, it's always freak, the freakiness. Like you said, he didn't tear anything, but even when he did get hurt, it was free, all he did was jump up and land. Yep. What the hell you do in basketball? Skip, you jump up, you land. I, I don't know how you play basketball without doing one of those two things, yeah. jumping and landing. No.
And like it's Skip, think about how he hurt his hamstring. Skip, he's dribbling up the court. He feels it and he hands the ball. Like, I'm, I did. No, that's freaky because <laughs> it didn't even look right. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Well, Zion, Zion guys does have a lot of great people around him in his ear. Hall of Famer Teresa Weatherspoon, I like former Spoon. NBA player Corey Brewer. Yep. They are really mentoring him Brewer. through yes. that, and that's going to help. All right, let's talk about Aaron Rodgers. Guys, he's doing this darkness retreat. Oh, you think it's going to help him make a decision on next You'll season? You'll see the light. Skip and Shannon discuss. <laughs> well played, Skip. Up next. <laughs> Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. Yesterday, Aaron Rodgers reportedly started that four-day darkness retreat. Remember the week before, Rodgers said he hopes he's going to have some clarity on his playing future when he finishes this four-day retreat. Shannon, when all is said and done, the retreat's over. Will Aaron Rodgers have decided to play for the Packers, another team, or just retire? Man, Mike, Mike Florio had the best point. Yep. He said because there are a lot of people that skip that make decisions the old-fashioned way every day. They don't need to get on the hallucinogens and all this other stuff and be all about. Look here, I look at Aaron Rodgers. I'm gonna treat him like a mushroom. I'm gonna put him in a cool, dark place yep. and I'm gonna leave him alone. Mm. And then hopefully, when he come, when I come back and check on him, he be made a decision. But I don't have to look at him and I don't have to talk about it. Mm. So that's what I'm gonna do, Skip. I'm gonna treat him like a mushroom. I don't okay. know how you know how mushrooms grow, yep. but they work best in cool, dark climates. Yep. So that's what I'm gonna do. Put him in the basement somewhere. I'm gonna leave it alone. You realize some mushrooms are poisonous. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, that? yeah. That's why I'm out. You, you happen to pick the wrong mushroom, <laughs> right? Yeah. Take a bite of the wrong mushroom, Ooh. right? Into the wild. I think there was a movie called Into the Wild yep. where the guy went to. He's mm -hmm. from Georgia. He went to Alaska somewhere. Yep. He started eating some. Started hallucinating. Mm -hmm. Started hallucinating and <laughs> turned up missing skill. Mm. But anyway, skip sixty million dollars. Everybody's made people. Oh man, Aaron can walk away. He's already made three hundred million. I know guys that make got hundred, got billions, hundreds of billions, and they don't walk away from sixty million. He ain't walking away from this money. Look, Aaron Rodgers want the Packers to beg him to stay. They seem to be done with begging. They say we've done everything you asked. Mm -hmm. You told us to get your big ten carat diamond. We got that. You yeah. said you wanted a bigger house. We got that. You wanted a Rolls Royce. We got that. Mm -hmm. A fur coat. You got that. It seems to be you not happy. Mm -hmm. So you know what? The best thing for us is to part ways. He don't really want to part ways yep. because he don't want that pressure or the expectations. Because anywhere he goes, they're expecting what, Skip? Mm -hmm. Big things, great things. Savior. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He don't want that. Mm -hmm. He didn't. He didn't want that. Mm -hmm. So he ain't going anywhere. But I think the Packers are tired of this. They say, you know what? <laughs> when you come up out of there, hopefully you've grown because we have and we've grown apart. <laughs> and that's sometimes that's just what happens, Skip. You know, you've been with somebody so long, you wake up one morning like, mm. damn, mm. you're not the person that I was with three years ago. Yeah. You know what? I think the best thing for us to do is part ways. You use the term, Skip, amicably. Mm. Hmm. So to your point, I have been told that the Packers management coaching staff badly would like to get out from under A-Rodge, as they call him. Mm -hmm. 
I'm going to call them on it because I don't think they have the guts <laughs> to pull the trigger on a deal to get him out from under. You know, to, to get rid of that kind of salary, a, a lot of people don't want to deal with the whole ball of wax right. that is Aaron Rodgers right. because he's as big a diva. He's a big blame-deflecting, right. finger-pointing mm-hmm. diva, and they know it. Right. But he still has arm talent. Yeah. And we saw it on display many times last year, but it didn't have the impact. It's starting to have waning impact on the scoreboard as we see with Brady, as we saw with Brady and we see with LeBron. Yep. He's 30 – Wait, is he 38 going on 39? Or No, wait, he is 39, right? He He's way up there in years is Aaron Rodgers. So he's going to have diminishing returns at some point, but the joke's on them. They gave him this longer-term deal. They, get, they, they did stuck. So, so, so what's, yeah. what's, what's the – if you really want to get rid of him, mm-hmm. you can't get maximum compensation that you want if you want to rid yourself of him. Because people are going to say, no – it's almost like you need to pay me to take that salary right, off your hands, right, right? right? It's almost like he's getting Westbrookian a little yes, bit. Yes, absolutely. And so there, I think Ian Rappaport reported that, oh, well, he might be had for just a first-round pick. I, I think, a, hey, I, I think he might be had for a third-round yeah, exactly. pick. Exactly. No, give him a first-rounder for him. Well, well, again, Amari Cooper is not Aaron Rodgers, but you saw what happened with Jerry. I got to get out from under $20 million that I owe Amari right. Cooper. Hey, Cleveland, what will you give me? We'll give you a fifth. Right. A fifth? Yeah. Okay, we'll take it because right. you take the 20 and, yes. and we'll take the fifth. Mm-hmm. And we won't look back. And but, you said they missed Amari. But, but again, would, would Green Bay miss Aaron Rodgers? Well, we had Aaron Jones on at the Super Bowl. He was great. tremendous. Just, just love him. Love him. Met his mom, as you yeah. did. Mm-hmm. They're good people. But he was very outspoken, especially for Aaron Jones, who, who doesn't tend to just divulge much. No, he, do, he doesn't give much. But when, when we brought up Jordan Love, I think you, you yeah. broached with him. Whew, he said, he's ready. Yeah. Can't wait for OTAs because Aaron won't be there. Right. I mean, Aaron Rodgers won't be there, right. but Jordan Love will be. Okay. D- do you think that management and Lafleur believe that? I don't think they I, – I don't know if they trust – to plunge ahead with Jordan Love, it'd be a big risk, man. I, I like it, but I've only I, I've seen small sample size. Right. I but, saw him briefly against Philadelphia, right. and but he Skip, looked good. But Skip, the, the the problem that I have is that I'm being held hostage. Yeah, the man holds me hostage. He says mm-hmm. little things about you know you know they didn't expect this, and he's always taking little party shots. At somebody he within is. the organization, it's either Mark Murphy or it's mm-hmm. Gutekinds or mm-hmm. it's his, his coach. Yep. He's always taking those shots. And plus, why would I give up a first-round pick? Every year he talk about retirement. He became the very thing that he despised the most, which is Brett Favre, because Favre, every year, he talked about, I'm going to retire, I don't know, uh, the training yep. camp and then OTI. Yep. And, Brett, and that's what he and that's what that's Aaron Rodgers has become. That's what happened. And, and the Packers are like, bruh. We give you $50, $60 million a year, and you talk about you don't know if you want to play? Yeah. So what's going to make him change if he goes to somewhere else, Skip? Okay. I give him a first-round pick, and then he's like, you know what? Yeah, I think I've had enough. I'm done. Yeah. Bottom line, it feels like they're stuck together next year. No, they ain't stuck. Yeah. They ain't stuck. They're going to get up off it. You think so? They're going to get up off really? it. Really? Yeah, I believe it. Okay. And I, just take a later-round pick? Boy? Take a take a, uh, I take a second or third. Yeah. But I got I got I Skip, I can't. I can't. He's a, he's that he's that cloud that hovers he like does. that pink pin cloud. We yeah. everywhere pink pin go. You know pink pin coming because okay. you see little dirt cloud behind him. Okay. That's Aaron Rodgers. That's the cloud that he has hovering over the Green Bay organization. We will give you Dak Prescott straight up for Aaron Rodgers 
Today. We'll do it today. They got Jordan Love. Did you, you just told Aaron Jones love Jordan Love. I got it. But Dak can be like the big brother mentor for another year for Jordan Man, Love. Man, ain't nobody paying $40 million for no mentorship. <laughs> Sign <laughs> me up for that mentorship yeah, exactly. then. <laughs> I will be first in line. The quarterback carousel continues. All right, guys. Let's talk a little bit about the Lakers. If they miss the playoffs again this year, <sighs> does that Which damage LeBron's legacy? Skip and Shannon dive in when we come back. The Lakers falling to the Blazers last night as LeBron missed his third straight game with that ankle injury. The Lakers now sit in 13th place in the West as we approach the All-Star break coming up this weekend. Shannon, how much damage do you think it would do to LeBron's legacy if the Lakers miss out on the playoffs for a second straight year? It probably ain't even been in my mind, to be honest with you. It has. No. I know it. Because guess what's going to happen? What? About to get on the roll. We're going to make the playoff. You've been telling I tell you me what I'm gonna, for three weeks. Let me tell you what I'm going to do. You know what I'm going to do, Skip Bayless? What? I'm going to put them five cases of dudes that I bet that I won yeah. off you. Mm-hmm. I'm going to put them up. Say the Lakers going to make the play in and going to be in the playoffs. You want to make the bet? No, I don't. Because, <laughs> because they should. No, 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 no. I, I mean, it should be like a done deal, and I keep waiting for takeoff and failure to launch. But think about this, Skip. How special must a guy be? That the expectations in year 20 is for him to get his team in the playoffs. We've never seen anything. special? Yes. Name the player that's played at least. There have only been nine players to play 20 years or more. Name the player that you see that he was expected to guide his team to the playoffs. Mm. Well, that did, just goes to did, the level of greatness that we're dealing with. Did any of those other players have Anthony Davis as did, a well, the, co-star? Is that the same thing with Brady? Mm. You see the level of expectation when you're great? Mm-hmm. That's the level of expectation that people set for you. Well, he did make the playoffs at age 45. I couldn't do you ooh, for and that. And 44, and he won the Super Bowl at 43. Ooh, that yeah. was a mess. And he mm. just stuck on the field last year, didn't he? Mm. He going to make the playoffs. Yeah, yeah. Skip, I don't think – me, honestly, I don't think it because it's ceremonial. I'm going to do you like you did me. Jordan played his last two years and watched it. It was ceremonial. So right now, we don't play as Kareem, so anything we do after this is just ceremonial. Okay. Are you sure he's not just going to rest on his laws? Nah, nah, nah. It means too much to him. That it, he He's not even wired like that. That's kind of like Brady. That's like Brady would never come back without devoting the proper amount of time, effort, and energy into coming back to be his best. He comes back to play his best. Braun came back to play at a level and to get this team. I still believe. I still got hope. Maybe it's misguided hope. Okay. Did they not get 10% better at the trade deadline? I agree, yes. 10%. Yes. Did they not get another 10% better addition by subtraction, I, getting rid of Russ I ain't and with Patrick? Your, I, ain't, I ain't fooling with your bull, Jasper. Okay. Am I tr- but I'm right. You know I am. Okay. So Dex got cleared. You got some fresh blood in. As, as Darvin said, we got higher IQ. We got a little younger. We got some new pieces to our puzzle. Okay. Okay. So I like where they are, but with LeBron playing at the level he was all the way up through his 36th point to pass Kareem yeah. through three quarters, that was sensational. Yeah. That was off the charts. We got more of that. Okay. Well, you had none left for the fourth quarter that night, which I got both no started bothering with. us. Okay. I don't know what's it, – it's mysterious – it's a little suspicious. It's like, what? Didn't I tell you my foot was bothering me? Yeah, well, I guess so. I don't know what it is. They don't specify exactly no, what it is. No, we ain't going to tell you. Is it an arch? Is it a... Because we don't want you okay. stepping on it. Okay. Well, again, you're about to step on your own foot with, with your good foot because you can't 
not make the playoffs when you pass Kareem. It would you be can. such a bad look, but, but it would undercut your achievement. Then yeah. people would say, wait a second, you did that? You went on a tear from your 38th birthday on December 30th. You went for a month or so. I've never seen anything like it before. Yeah, let's give this is not a one on one. This is not a game of 21 where yeah. everybody's playing for himself. This is a team game. And right now, the team, the pieces, let's see. Uh, they got 24. You say they got 24 games left? Yeah. They got 24 games to figure it out and to make a move and somehow get them into the seventh, eighth, seventh, eighth, or ninth spot, right? Mm-hmm. That that'll keep them out. That'll keep them get them in the play play in mm-hmm. tournament. Maybe they can uh, nineteen and five, eighteen and seven, eight, well, seventeen and seven. I think seventeen wins is enough to get them into the get them into the sixth spot. Okay, I believe this team is so loaded that it has historically underachieved to this point. I know what you're doing, Skip. Okay, it's six games under 500. You, wanna, you, you should not You want to say they're historically loaded because you try to diminish and minimize who Goat James is. Mm-hmm. But I won't let that happen, not okay. on my watch. Well, I'm, I don't want him to minimize passing Kareem because he he, did that. people would look at this and say, what are you doing? Okay, look, guess what? And Tom Brady set the record for the most pass attempt and most completion yep. in a single season. And, and it, For what? He made the playoffs. Really? He threw a big party on Carolina in the game of the year. Did you see it? No, no, no. no. Mm -hmm. I I saw the last game. The last game Mm -hmm. he played, the last game when they chronicle it, when they have the TB12 story, (sighs) when they play that game, you're going to be happy with that, what you saw? You're happy with what you saw? You're going to be happy with the Tampa defense that let Dak Prescott throw for 400 yards on them? Or Tom Brady throw Mm -hmm. for what, 200? Well, Well, here we go. It's time to launch. Are you going to? Are you going to play tomorrow night or not? I don't know, Jim. I'd put voodoo on Bron. Really? I tried. Yeah. I definitely tried. She, I know, will not be knowledge. sad if he doesn't play tomorrow night, I must admit. <laughs> All right, guys. Let's talk about the Nets and what they do with Ben Simmons. Do you think he could have a new role now with the departures of KD and Kyrie? Skip and Shannon debate up next. All right, back to the association for the fourth game in a row. Ben Simmons' minutes got cut by the Nets. After the game, Nets head coach Jacques Vaughn says when it comes to figuring out how Simmons fits in this lineup, quote, the challenges are ahead of us. Shannon, what should the Nets do with Ben Simmons? Skip, I mean, this guy was the number one overall draft pick. You told me he's going to two, he's going to three all-star games. He's been a two-time first-team all-defensive player. First team. I think the only way you can play him, Skip, rookie he, of the year, Bob. rookie of the year. Yep. He needs to be the he needs to be the center in a small lineup with shooters around him. Skip seven points a game, six rebounds. Tell me the one thing that Ben Simmons has gotten better at since he's coming to the NBA. I watch Jalen Hurts. I watch a lot of guys that work that put time in get better, better, and better. Yep. Ben Simmons haven't got incrementally better at anything, which leads me to believe what's he really doing in the offseason, Skip? Is he working? Mm. He needs to work on his mental as well as his physical yes, health. Yes, yes, yes. All right. He, I, I thought he was the perfect complement to KD and Kyrie because he is a gifted passer and he can defend it at a high level at six feet, 10 inches long. The point is now he's the most decorated net left and, and he can't be your centerpiece because he's fallen out of the rotation. Jock Vaughn's down on Let him. that sink in for a second, Skip. He's supposed to be your centerpiece. Yep. He's not even the best. He's not even the best player. He's the best player in name, but Skip, he's not the best player. Cam uh, uh, Cam Thomas is better than he playing better Definitely. than him. Charles Claxton is better than him. Mm. 
Well, even the, the ones they added. Yes. Dinwiddie's better. Dinwiddie. So now, Skip, he's got to be surrounded. You got to put Dinwiddie. You got to put a very small lineup with him as the centerpiece. He's supposed to make everybody else better, not by the lineup that he fits in. All changes post All Star. Great show, guys. We're out of time.